Cinema Snack Bar. I'm Rob Alley. And I'm Zeke Tucker. And we're here to talk about the movies you love and the foods that made them tasty. Yum, yum. Today we're talking about, okay, listen, we did a thing. We're not proud of it, but we're going to continue to do it. We're like girls with tiny tattoos. We did a thing. We (laughs) did. So, you know, in the process of like starting a podcast it's like it's like a thing where like a show doesn't really become fully itself until later, right? Yeah. The first episode of a show is not really a show. So I feel like we've done a pretty good job of understanding what our show is. Yeah, and, for sure. And growing into it. But one thing, one area that I think we made a mistake is in setting up our cycle, we have gone Zeke pick, Rob pick, AFI top 100 random pick, and then a fan, uh, you know, a listener suggestion. I think the AFI top 100 we've discovered... <laughs> Is not really it's our, not our favorite, not our crop except of Lord movies. of the Rings, except Lord of the Rings for there's, sure. There's a handful on there, but it was like, okay, we could do Toy Story. We've done so much like animated Disney, whatever. Yeah. Like, we could, there's a handful that we were like, all right, these would be interesting. But for the most part, we look at that list and just kind of go, yeah. There, a lot of them are 60 years old or more. Yes. Um, and you know, it's like just stuff that I don't want to watch the Maltese Falcon. You no. know, I don't want to. I don't, don't want to do watch it. Casablanca. Sucks. Like I've seen it. I hated it. Like it's black and white. I don't think I like it. Whitney can't watch anything black and white. We That's know it, right? So like, I think we're just gonna veer from that and just figure out something else. We'll just either and do movies that you love yeah. and that we love, and that's what we're doing today. That's right. So uh, today we have a movie that is. One of the greatest movies of all time. I was period. hoping it was on the AFI it, top 100. I, like, would it be? No, I guess looking back, but I'm surprised that it's yeah, not. Yeah, I thought it was. It funny. is. And if you look it up on like Wikipedia or whatever, it classifies it as one of the greatest movies of all time. Oh man. Like it's Come on, on AFI. It's just not on that AFI list for some reason. But I think just technologically alone, this being kind of a, the birth movie of a, a great deal of modern filmmaking. Right. Jurassic Park belongs on in the pantheon of great movies of all time. So maybe we'll just reserve that third slot for like a great movie. Right. Right. Whether or not it's one that we would necessarily pick, but just like a great, you know what I mean? A classic or something like that. But something that we want to watch, you know? Yeah. So today we're talking about Jurassic Park, which happens to be one of Zeke's what top. It's probably top 25 or something. Oh, 20, okay. We just saw a video of a fly singing some song in your ear. Like, yes. have you seen that video? Yes. Yeah. So that's what I imagined. I imagined a little fly singing in my ear. What is that? Is that an Usher song or something? I don't know. It's I like, can't remember. It's I like believe, early 2000s Nelly Furtado or something. What I is it? I believe it in scrolling through the comments because it, it, it sounds like the part of, there's a classical piece that. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. right. But I, from my understanding, reading the comments, it is uh, from Lollipop by Fifty Cent. <laughs> that's oh, it. Wow. That's I mean, it. Uh, uh, Candy Shop. Yes. Candy Shop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Okay. Good job. Yeah. We saw a mosquito, uh, a cartoon of a mosquito singing that, and now that's in our heads forever. But now doing I'm the Jurassic, Jurassic Park, Park like that. Yes. In that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're talking Jurassic Park, and uh, we're making for our recipe today green Jello mm. um, with a twist. A twist on the old classic. We're actually making sparkling lime jello. 
Um, and it's a, it's a real thing. Like I think it was, I'm guessing here, the life cycle of sparkling jello. I saw it at Walmart in the like, please God buy this clearance section. <laughs> please. We can't lose yeah. this money. Literally, It cost me 10 cents. Okay. I was like, I'll try this for 10 cents. Right. Yeah. So I got it and then never made it. And then it lasts forever. So. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, what should we do this week? You know what I mean? And you, y'all suggested Jurassic park. And I was like, that's perfect. I have the jello. Let's do it. <laughs> like, so it really worked out well. Um, but, uh, we'll talk about what sparkling jello is. And uh, kind of how we made it, and then we'll try it at the end. Uh, I'm kind of excited about it. I we'll love see. some Jello, mm-hmm. just like I hope you know, it has a little bite to it. I used to, yeah. I used to bite Jello, sift it back through my teeth, yeah, mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. then eat it. And yes. I don't, I don't know why I did that. Is That's that something a rite everyone of passage did? I think so, as a child? Yeah. Okay, good. So no one taught us to do that, but no. we all did it. We yeah. all sifted it through our teeth. I think brought it's a it back sensory through. thing, probably. It's, <laughs> it's the it's the kid version of uh, like doing the wine around in your mouth. <laughs> It's like you really have to taste that Jello. Get in there. What are the notes of Jello you're getting? Exactly. I've got to get the aromatics going on in my in my mouth with the Jello. So, all right. Yeah, I hope it's going to be good. So it's made with anyway. We'll talk about it. But it's sparkling. So that it's a a twist on the old classic. But it's a legit thing. I imagine it started as like a TikTok thing or something. That would be my guess. Probably right. And then Jello went. Hey, let's. You know what I mean? Let's do whatever we can. Capitalize on it. And then I'm guessing it didn't work because it was on sale. They were like, <laughs> For 10 cents. just so many boxes of Jello, uh, sparkling Jello mix <laughs> at Walmart. So, but we'll see. We'll try it. Maybe it's awful. Jurassic Park 1993, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg. It's a good time. It just celebrated uh, its 30th anniversary. This, oh, yeah. this year, mm-hmm. they put out a special edition, uh, you know, a new, um, a new offering, I think, with maybe some. I don't know what it has. I haven't watched the behind the scenes or anything like that, but, uh, but yeah, it's still, it holds up so well. I mean, it's, it's so good. Some of the, I mean, yeah, some of the graphics are like, Oh, this was a 1993 CGI, but it was, I mean, it held up. Yeah. I, I mean, okay. But you look at it and you go, okay, that's 1993 CGI, but look at some of the other computer graphics that were uh, happening in 1993. Yeah. And you'll go, all right, this, <laughs> this was doing okay. This is still amazing. Yeah. Like, uh, directed by Steven Spielberg, based on the book by Michael Crichton, and music by uh, the one and only John Williams. Mm. I mean, what are you going to do? You, so good. You tell John Williams, make me some music for, like this, and it's just going to be a And it was. Forever. It was great. It doesn't have a lot of, like, it has a great melody. It doesn't have a lot of the other things that I associate with John Williams' scores, because I think uh, Star Wars, Superman, Indiana Jones... Um, and so wow. it's a different kind of movie. Yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? He, he uses certain like chord things and things that he does that I don't think would have fit this movie. So a lot of it is, it's just a different sound to me for John Williams. But I, I was like, I wonder if he goes into these things and he's like, I've got to go. Like, I mean, if he's doing Star Wars, Indiana Jones, I wonder if he goes into these and he goes, what is the one thing? So it's in this one. It's done. Like, does he walk into this and he's like, I've got to go until I get that exact tune. Cause it's going to be the one that defines it. Or yeah. does he just like, eh, whatever I'm feeling. <laughs> right. He's like if he's one of those, one, he's one of those Jacob call. You're like geniuses where he's like, uh, oh, I'll do it. And if the crowd loves it, then I'm a genius. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I don't actually have to try anything. I just sit and do. Yes. And it just comes yeah. out the way I want. Yeah. I wonder if that's the way it happens. I just, cause I go into that and I go, how do you do that? Like, how do you do? Cause I can't like, there's like a one for Harry Potter. There's yeah. one for all of that. Like you, you hear that thing and you go, Oh, I'm in, yeah, I'm Harry in the Potter movie too, again. Right? He did, did he do he, Harry Potter? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, so it's just, him it's just him it's no one else uh, that's what that's what uh but people probably say that about your art 
right? People probably assume, and you kind of do, you kind of just sit and go, oh, well. I do. Crap. I just make what, what I want to make. It's amazing. Okay. Okay. So, but. So maybe know. he's just, I'm now, I am no, I'm not claiming to be a genius in any <laughs> realm, but maybe I'm so like selfish with what I would do that I just go, ugh, I'm going to make what I like and the right people will just follow it. But if you're making it for the masses, you know, like he's making it for the masses. I think, I think the part you're leaving out is that getting to the point where you can just sit and art comes out is the behind that is the years and years of sure training and sharpening, knowing that when now you get to the point where you can sit down and go, I want to create a piece that symbolizes this or that feels like this. Mm. You can just do it. You know what I mean? Okay. I think, I'm sure John Williams. So is the I'm same a genius. Yeah. Everyone <laughs> yeah. I will take any kind of money, any kind of praise. I would like Weird. to know, uh, surely there's a list out there or somebody has sort of chronicled like what's the worst John Williams score. I want to know what movie. Has Look it up. Producer the, Whitney, the worst John Williams music is criticized the most. Like this didn't fit the vibe. The music was awful. Whatever. I want to be whatever. something. Cause this isn't it. Right. This and, ain't it. And since at least, I mean, Star Wars and Superman Good were Lord. both late 70s. I don't know. What's the Superman tune? I'm sure you know. Uh, dun, 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 dun. Oh, okay, right. okay. There's two of them. There's two, there's two Superman. Uh, well, there's several that are memorable, but that's the most, because it literally like sounds like it says Superman, right? That's the, okay. the whole deal. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. I had a friend growing up that would sing. He would say, thank you, God, for giving us food. Like, that's how he would Is pray that for the Superman? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's awesome. That's hysterical. He would that's do the awesome. whole thing, and he would pray. That would be no his prayer way. for the food. Da, 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 da. <laughs> he's like, thank you, God, for giving us food. Like, that's how he would end it. That's great. <laughs> oh, wow. Great. I love that we ended up there from that little rabbit oh, trail. So that really good. just enriched my life. Um, okay, let's see. Jurassic Park is rated PG-13 for intense science fiction terror. Mm. Which, <laughs> if there's anything, anything that I love more, I would be surprised. Intense science fiction terror is probably my favorite genre. So, of course, I love this. <laughs> I So, I watched earlier in the week, just while I was working, I put on the Masters of the Universe movie from the 80s with Dolph Lundgren. I've never the seen The He-Man uh, live action movie. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. I love it. Like just on a sentimental level, I just love certain things about it, and it just you know it gives me it gives me good vibes. So I just put it on in the background, um, and I noticed I'd never noticed before it's rated R. Oh my gosh! And I went, why is this movie rated R? And I don't know. There's a certain spot where PG thirteen came into existence in the eighties. Yes. So I don't know if it was just before so it was PG that. or R. Yeah, and so maybe that's why. But it has it is science fiction. With some terror elements, you know what I mean? Violence, whatever. But it's not, there's not like blood and guts or anything. There's right. nothing like that. R. But it's like, but if this is PG-13 and that is R, then it doesn't it's, make sense. That's why. So I have to assume that PG-13 <laughs> didn't exist yet at that point. Surely. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, the rights to make the movie were bought by Steven Spielberg, uh, backed by Universal for a hundred, I'm sorry, for $1.5 million before the novel ever came out. Oh, wow. oh my gosh! Before the book was published, they so said he didn't even read it yet. I don't know if they surely just surely he knew what was going to be happening in it. I mean, they knew something, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, I'm not spending a million dollars on anything. If they just went this idea, right? Because yeah. the, the sort of conceit of just on on its face, the idea is interesting, right? We revived dinosaurs, we awesome. made a theme park out of it, and everything goes awry. Yeah. Okay. So that's like 
It's, Who it's, wouldn't want to pay a million dollars for that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you got it, 1.5 mil, and I think they gave him another. I gave. I think they gave Michael Crichton another half a million to stay on as a script writer or a script great. consultant for no, the movie. I feel like he should. Any author should be. Able it's to only do that, fair. You know? It's yeah. only fair. You do end up with better movies that way. I think if you have the, as long as they're not like so stickler about it that they can't budge yeah. on. Yeah, anything. like Twilight. Did that happen <laughs> on Twilight? Oh yeah, she was in. She was she involved was, in it. Yeah, she was really involved, but I don't. I don't know that it was a big deal. I can't remember. No, somebody, there was a whole drama about it. I don't remember it. Really? Yeah, I don't remember what all it was. Yeah, but, but she was involved in it, though. Mm-hmm. So that was, I was joking, though. It's. I mean, it's like, yes, will I sit down and watch Twilight a lot? Sure. But it's not because it's like cinematic value. Right. It's uh, sentimental, too. I think. Yes, okay. but I do. Uh, but yeah, she was involved in that. So yeah, you got okay. to bring the author in. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, the original budget was, and this is shockingly low to me, $63 million, Wow, um, which feels low. Mm-hmm. It does, especially for a Spielberg and one that's like, it's not heavily CGI, but enough. That's true. Maybe it's not like, it's true. There, there aren't like a million effect shots in it like there right. are in every movie now. Right. But like so even, maybe- even building that T-Rex, I go, that's gotta be a couple million right, right. there, right there. Just the animatronic. <laughs> Yeah. Well, it did okay. Uh, it had a worldwide gross of over $1.1 billion, um, and it was the highest-grossing movie of all time until uh, Titanic. Oh. So it, was, it did okay for good. itself. It yeah. shocks me that Titanic came out after this. Really? I Why? just, like, the way Titanic is shot, I go, oh, yeah, that's a good 10 years before Jurassic Park. <laughs> wow. I don't know Why? I don't know why. Uh, that just that's just shocking to me. So it did. It, it was the best until Titanic. Until Titanic, yeah. So uh, uh, against a budget of sixty three million, it made forty seven million dollars in its opening weekend in North America alone. Okay, mm. it made almost it its good. whole budget back that's, in one yeah. weekend. That's great. They were probably like, "We're gonna be fine." Mm, we did. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it made uh, uh, four hundred and seven million total in North American. Theaters and it and it the original run was not released in China, which is a huge market. But the original version of this movie wasn't released. Was there in China. a reason? Uh, th- I think it was the violence. Um, hmm. Because even in the when they re-released it in theaters, the three D version, yeah, they they did release it in China, but they still cut out several instances of like when the when Gennaro gets eaten by the mm-hmm. you know T Rex. That was things was like graphic. that, like you know. But uh, yeah, so I, I think it must have been. I think it was. I don't know what else it would have been. I th- yeah. So I think it was the violence. So are we Americans? Are we obsessed with violence? I in, think our uh, our violence. Uh, our violence is Europe's like our, nakedness. Our tolerance. Yeah. Yes. So Europe has like we when like we when went we to went, Europe when yeah. we went and at Lee we are in college and, but we um <clears throat> we went and they were like just know some of the channels will have things that you shouldn't watch and. You know, stuff like that. And we're yeah. like, what are you talking about? And there's just Yeah, so our everywhere. violence, our like shooting people in the head and seeing guts and blood is is there just like, oh, it's naked. It's yeah. fine. But they do like, I think of uh, Luther, they have a lot of blood and weird stuff in They that. do, but it's also like, that's like the darkest of dark kind of BBC drama is Luther. Like, I mean, you most of it's like Sherlock and stuff like that, right. which yeah, is not true. terrible, but I, I don't know. Their uh, sexuality and... And nakedness is more like, ah, it's fine. It's, it is what it is. It's just a different thing to be prudish about. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? Yeah. Like where everybody's a prude. It just depends what you're a prude about. And now we're just not, America's not prudish about anything. Now anymore. we're just like, everything's like, fine. Good. Yep. There's like all kinds of anatomy in every show, like on all HBO. Kinds yeah. of anatomy. Like just, it's all, it's all happening and it's happening often. Um, 
Okay, I'm going to save that note for the end. Let's get into the plot summary. Okay. Um, Jurassic Summarize Park it. is a movie about Zeke learning to want children. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Actually, that, that was a joke until I read the actual IMDb summary, which reads as follows. Oh, no. A pragmatic paleontologist touring an almost complete theme park on an island in Central America is tasked with protecting a couple of kids after a power failure causes the park's cloned dinosaurs to run loose. Like I feel like it's that's like fine. It's fine, but I feel no, like that's not, not the main that's not the main thing about no, the movie. That's have, the worst possible summary of this movie. I have yeah. another one. It's by Film Fan. Okay. It says huge advancements in scientific technology have enabled a mogul to create an island full of living dinosaurs. John Hammond has invited four individuals, along with his two grandchildren, to join him at Jurassic Park. But will everything go according to plan? A park employee attempts to steal dinosaur embryos. Critical security systems are shut down, and it now becomes a race for survival, with dinosaurs roaming freely over the island. There it is. That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good job, film fan. Thank you, film fan. Yeah. The IMDb one makes it, first of all, makes it sound erroneously like Alan Grant is the main character of this movie. Yes. And he's, I mean, he's not, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? Well, it I definitely think he, it's I an ensemble cast. Did you ever I watch? I do think he's the main character he's though. He's the main character? Alan Grant. Yes. No. I think Alan Grant is the main character of this movie. Did you no. ever watch Ernest Goes to Camp and they make eggs erroneous? Cause yes. that's what that word just made me think of when you said it. What made? You said erroneous. You said erroneous. And See, I was, was like, eggs erroneous? That's what erroneous. I was like. Experimental <laughs> series 106. I just I feel like they made it, they made it, IMDB made it a, f- like, this is a, this is a human interaction that just happens to include dinosaurs. And you're like, it's dinosaurs, it's dinosaurs that include humans. And there's some humans there. I, yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I do get that, that at the, at the, there's some very human things happening at the center of the movie. But, but it's to, like, that's not what it's about. He's, it's, it's about, now I'll give you that, that Grant and Ellie are the leads. Yes. Right. I won't say that one of them is the lead. Oh, Lord. Even though, <laughs> oh, we'll get there. Recast. Oh, Can I just say, no, I won't say it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Some people would argue that Ian Malcolm is the lead. Okay, now he is. You put Jeff Goldblum on the screen. He's the lead Isn't character. Isn't there a pop that is of him just lying? <laughs> yes, yeah, so I can't get it. Open? And now it's like a hundred something dollars. Uh, it's him with his shirt open, laying down. It was you perfect. Put, like, we well, you know when, when you see things forever and then you watch the movie again, you go, oh, there's that there's, scene. Uh, yeah. There's <laughs> the pop. I look I look at movies now and go, there's where the pop. Yeah, got, there's where Funko Pop got their yeah. thing. Right there. Half, half of the fun of watching old movies now is finding the meme origin yes. scenes, yes. you know what I mean? Noticing Where did those. we find, I, we found another one the other day that I was like, I had no clue that was from there. The shot hmm. of Goldblum with his shirt bloused open <laughs> yes. is so unnecessary. There's nothing. But is it, there's, but is it, you know Jeff Goldblum <laughs> said, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, there's just zero sexy time in this movie whatsoever, right? But it's he's like trying to make it. The you know? sexiest movie <laughs> You know what I mean? But people anytime, get ripped apart. Anytime he's, like, he's with he's um, like chaos, chaos, chaos. Let, let, let me let me show you how this works. Let, let, let me show you how this works. Anytime he's with her, though, he's flirting with her. He's very. So he is. He's the handsy, hair. Yes. The hair one. Is like, the, it, I was like, ooh. Yeah. And if you're there with a significant other, I'm mm-hmm. really surprised. Well, he was looking at the dinosaurs, but still. But he <laughs> is like, the know. he's the player of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely lost. He has world. multiple wives and okay. multiple children. He That's said. Right. Yes. Uh, he, okay. So he, he was supposed to die out in this movie. Yeah. I'm so glad they chose not to do that. He was like, Hey, what if we didn't do this? Um, I think he was supposed to die out in this movie. Either he was supposed to die out or he was supposed to be like 
a loser in the in the scene where there was uh, where he takes the flare and he's like, come, uh, come yeah, this yeah. way, whatever. Ugh, and he's the hero. Annoying. He suggested that he like like Jeff Goldblum was like, what if we did this? And he was like, let me draw it away instead of just running, like mm-hmm. being scared and running away, which I think fits it better anyway. I love it when actors give what like they make it better. And he it gets he on really my nerves, did. though, when they make it worse. Because in the film, well, he, yeah, made he made the made situation, the situation worse. worse. Yeah. You know. Like, sure. Like, I was but, screaming at that girl with it. You don't know how to turn off a flashlight. She is, she is absolutely, <laughs> one, she's absolutely the. Most annoying character. Absolutely. In this most. movie. She was panicked. Uh, and we'll get into. That's true. We'll get uh, into my feelings about the children in this movie because I definitely have them. <laughs> um, but let's, let's start at the beginning, shall we? First, start it. First, I need to say. The kid at the beginning, it's not the the opening scene, but the first scene in which we see I said Grant something to Whitney last night, and I'm going to say it now. Wait, she he's, goes, you he's going to say what he wants to say first. We're going to no, say the same thing. No, 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 go ahead. I no, not. it's all you. The kid's name is Whit Hereford. Okay. Whit Hereford, okay. Same. I just Hereford. think it's the ugliest child I've ever seen he's in my life. He's uniquely faced. He is uniquely faced. <laughs> and eyed. Okay. He's not, yeah, he's not that ugly. He has baby doll eyes, but just a regular face. And for some reason I go, I can't look at him. He grew up to just look unique. He's not as scary as yeah. I thought we were going to say the same thing. I thought you were going to have a harsh idea of his face. Well, here's what I was going to say about him. He's always in my mind, one person. And it's not from Jurassic Park. It's from okay. an episode of Full House. Yes. <laughs> I had to look him up. Yes, I had to look him up because they they made fun of him in the show and then they fix it. And then he's, and then uh, it's- Okay, well, uh, I feel terrible. Decides they can be secret friends. Yes, because she's embarrassed. Yeah, she's, oh, right. So, no. like, she wants to like be nice to him, but she doesn't want everybody to know. And <gasps> then by the end of the episode, they they like have a blow up or whatever, and he's and she's like, you know, we you know we can be friends, and he's like, your secret friend, and he's she's like, no. My everyone could know friend. <laughs> oh, but he okay, like, but I think he does like make sad. his lips look weird. He, like he, yeah, well, he just did like photo st- duck face. Yeah. Yeah. He just did much. like that. And then he was in one of the nightmare on Elm street movies too. Mm-hmm. But to me, he's always duck face. But he has, a, he, duck face. Yes. That's a good thing. If you, d- in Hollywood, if you are not the prettiest, you better be Unique. the weirdest. You better make it. And you yes. know, I can get a job. I can get jobs now. That's I right. will mm-hmm. get the same jobs, <laughs> but I, but I can, you know, I looked at a picture of him though now. And he just looks like an indie yeah. Film guy, yeah. you know, he like not. Film but it's guy. like a Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know my, he just has a. Look. He looks like a troll, poor guy. But he get, he's getting work. Yeah, he's, he's getting work his whole life. And there's like the guy from uh, what is it, like Animal House or Porky's or something. There's like this one guy with like the beard. You know, know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, just look interesting and yeah. You'll Ron find Howard's your brother is uh, isn't he? He's on uh, the Grinch. He's on the new oh, Grinch. Yeah. Because, yes. Oh, Ron Howard does the Grinch. Yes. Ron Howard puts mm-hmm. his brother in like everything. For I guess sure. I do it's the Grinch. Keep, yes. family close. <laughs> keep, keep it close. Uh, so that's the kid at the beginning. Will always always be duck face from Full House to me. Um, the line there's a line at the very beginning that I had never <laughs> caught before or never thought through, but they say, <clears throat> excuse me. Um. W- so at the beginning, John Hammond comes. We've got our two paleontologists, uh, or mm-hmm. our two, uh, you know, she's a botanist, I guess, and he's Paleo a paleontologist. Paleobotanist. And John Hammond, who is the creator of Jurassic Park, he shows up, and and they're having a problem at the park because investors are scared that it's not safe because a guy died, one of the one of the dinosaur handlers, yes. like, died. And so you get Gennaro, who's the lawyer, telling Hammond, we need to... to um, 
satisfy our, the investors. Yes. You know what I mean? And I'm representing them. And if, and if I'm not happy, they're not going to be happy and we're, this is not going to happen. Oh, and boy, did we satisfy. So Hammond goes to, to fly the, the, um, the duo team out uh, and hope to get their stamp of approval Mm -hmm. so that he can satisfy the lawyer and the lawyer can satisfy the investors. Okay. Uh, He picks them up and they're, they're on the helicopter flying to Jurassic park. And he says our, they may even not even be in the helicopter yet. And he says, our attractions will drive kids out of their minds. And, uh, and Grant, Dr. Grant goes, what are those? And she says, they're little versions of adults, honey. Yeah. (laughs) And that line is straight out of like the naked gun. Like that style of, yeah, that I kind like of that. joke is yes. almost out of place in Jurassic Park. It it's does so seem off that the wall. Mm-hmm. I like that. But gosh, but it was it's funny. Good. Oh man. I told one. him the first thing I noticed about the beginning when they're releasing the first dinosaur is the, I forget what his name is. The clever girl man is what I call him. Yeah. Um, his <clears throat> oh, his name is, it's Bob Peck, but he plays Muldoon. Yeah, Muldoon. Muldoon. Yeah, yeah. It, which sounds like something from The Hobbit. So I was just like, are you making that? Are you making yeah. fun of that? Oh, he's no, the, Brave. That's the, what it is. He's the park ranger. Oh, it is. Right? Okay, yes. Right. It's off Brave. It's that literal Muldo- word off Brave. Yeah, something Muldo- like that. Muldo- That's why I thought yes. it. But he, I told Zeke, I was like, they have the outfits that you want because those shorts like Man. I just said, that is a butt shot because it just some, shows him and his shorts are so there short. There were some men in hoochie daddy shorts <laughs> yeah, in Jurassic Park. And I just went, no wonder I grew up on this and tried to find the shortest <laughs> shorts I can find. <laughs> I, I, I loved it. That was, I was like, I want to dress just like Muldoon. In yeah. fact, had I had the right things, I would have come here dressed like that today. You were born, you were born to play in the NBA in like the seventies. Yes. yes. Like, just absolutely. I saw this man at the gym the other day who was my height with shorts below his knees. Oh, and I just went. Culottes. <laughs> That's what that is. Culottes at that point. And I just went. What are you doing? Like what? What time just are we get in? Pants. Just get, come <laughs> here with point, pants. We're not going for the middle ground. A Make little bit of air pants. wafted through your ankles is not going to help you. I just went. Just I, like I looked on. at it. It's getting to the point where I just go. I the hipster in me. I just go. I don't want people to think that I am wearing these shorts because they're cool now. I have done this my whole life. He's going to have a picture in his wallet of himself. <laughs> I'll be like, younger. look at this. I show a picture of my dad who's wearing like Muldoon That's shorts. True. I go, look at what I love when That's I was true. like three. And, but now I, it's getting to the point where I look at this and I go, this makes sense now. Jurassic Park is it now their clothes make sense because this <laughs> That's man, true. they're coming back. This man in the gym, I looked at him and I went, this doesn't work anymore. Why are you yeah. doing this? Do like that. you're allowed to dress any he way you want bend with the trends, you know, just you're allowed, allowed to dress any way you want, but it just doesn't, <clears throat> it didn't work I did anymore. tell Zeke whenever he, um, is talking the, t- the duo Dune? into doing, no, sorry. Um, Grant. Yes. Yeah. Dr. Grant, Alan Grant. No, what's the other guy? The Hammond? old man, Hammond. Yeah. Okay. He's talking them into coming and he's like, how did you get them to do something? And he was like, I persuaded them. And he was, I was like, I would like to have that persuasive money. Cause that's she what he's like. He was like, I'd like to be so he rich. Said, I can I'll, get people uh, what I'll finance it. And then they kind of wait. And then he's like for three more years. And they're like, yeah, yep, we'll right. do it. Okay. We will face near certain death. I mean, they had no clue what they were going into, no. but we'll, we will be inconvenienced for three but years. Of I, in a realistic I would never in my life fly to Costa Rica and not know what I'm flying for. No. You know? I don't know. If someone gives you three years of funding, I would do, there's a lot I'd fly to Costa Rica for. It's true. Because he's he's talking about a weekend trip. That's true. A weekend. Yes, be inconvenient. If I have to stay awake and not eat the entire weekend, I'm like, that's three years. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's very tough. There's a lot sure. I would do. For a thing that is a sp- particularly hard to get funding for, you know what I mean? Uh, like, so. I okay, mean, so John Hammond, this leads me to one of my favorite things. Ironically, despite Hammond's constant declaration of we've spared no expense, he says it like five times. Yeah. That's true. Yes, okay. The park is undone entirely due to the expenses he did skimp on. Okay. Okay, notably, leaving the security for masses of incredibly dangerous animals entirely to the hands of a single IT guy who is explicitly stated to have been the lowest bidder and has financial troubles of his own. Yes. We've spared no expense, except the number one thing you probably want to never spare expenses on. Okay, I was go- I, I had a question that I was saving for the very end, but you've led right oh, it's into time. It. It's so th- time. this is my question: In the end, what is the problem with Jurassic Park? Is it chaos or is it Hammond's hubris? Right? Did they really spare no expense, or was Hammond cutting corners behind the scenes, and that's ultimately what caused the downfall of the park, or is I, it both? I feel like he's an Enneagram three. He's going to hide everything. Okay, he hides all the mistakes back in the background. He's also he goes, just a little old man, you know? know. And he's like, they don't you, like to this say has no got to, to look beautiful. So, <laughs> no, they, they, not, they don't not like to say no to things. They don't like to say that they're wrong on things. Oh, yes, uh, okay, uh, he's, okay. a, he's an ornery old man, okay? There we go. So he is showing all the good things. And then in the background, he's like, this will be fine. This will be fine. I want this to all be beautiful and miraculous and mind-blowing. Don't let them see the bad. Yes, like, so yeah. I don't know. I don't, like... Ian Malcolm, not yes. Ian Malcolm thinks it's chaos. Mm-hmm. He, he is like this. Right, it's all chaos. And the, mm-hmm. and the, the tagline for the movie is "Life finds a way." Mm-hmm. Yes, right. So if you take that on its face, then it's really about the dinosaurs found a way to breed, which they were mm-hmm. not supposed to be able to do, mm-hmm. and you Those know frog I mean? genes. And it just happened, right? So, but it, there's a whole. I got into a whole Reddit thing that was debating like, was was was. I was trying to find out what were Nedry's financial complications yeah was he just bad with money was he in with some bad people Mm. was he whatever or did something happen so like there's some people who say no he was a contracted employee and his contract would have had language for basically like if he screwed up they could have taken some of his money away and that makes Mm -hmm. sense with like hammond says basically your mistakes are your problem yeah. You know, like, because that's a kind of a weird line. He's it like, was a weird line. He, well, he doesn't say like, no, we agreed on a price. He said, your mistakes are your problems. Yes. Well, to me, he's just Newman. He's so just I just feel de- like he's <laughs> he's just making bad decisions. Wait, not, yeah, just you after know. being a apparently in the yeah. book. Apparently in the book, he is just trying to, it's like you don't learn all of this. He's trying to sell all of the embryos to the people who, I guess, who could have recreated this park. It's Willy Wonka. It's, it's Willy Wonka. He's trying to sell. Yeah. He's trying to mm-hmm. sell the. Uh, the I was Everlasting like, he sold it to Willy Wonka. No, he's trying to sell the Everlasting <laughs> Gobstopper to. Mix uh, them together. Uh, right. What's the guy's name in Willy Wonka? Uh, oh no, I don't have to know. Gold, uh, uh, um, oh no, that, that, I can't think of it. Anyway, Whitney will come up with it. The other it's, guy. Uh, yeah, I've got Goldschmidt in my head, and I know that's not. He's it. the Pepsi to Coca Cola. Slugworth. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. You know, if if they name a character Slugworth, he's a bad guy. Right. Yeah, of course. You can't yeah. put slug in something and think it's not good. <laughs> but actually, you know, it turns out in Willy Wonka, Slugworth is- He is good. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's hired by Wonka. He was just trying to see who would give him the oh, stuff. I forget that because I just hate He hates Willy Wonka, Wonka and I love it. Sorry to all of our fans. I know a few fans that specifically love Willy Wonka and I just can't, it just, yeah, it gives it's me the heebie-jeebies. He's, he's willing to kill kids for chocolate. <laughs> there you go. Aren't we all? Uh, Aren't we all? I will say, 
<clears throat> that okay, so they get to the island now. We've got the first shot of them seeing the Brachiosaurus, the first yeah. Brachiosaurus. We'll almost bring you to tears. Oh yeah, it's so great, perfect. Everything about it's perfect. Like she's looking at a leaf. She's like, yes. this leaf hasn't existed since blah 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 blah. And right? then he grabs her head, crane sound, <laughs> and like brings her neck around. And they're just so gobsmacked at this, you know what I mean? And they're like, behold, it's like seeing the, it's not even like seeing your life's work suddenly come to pass because their life's work isn't to see dinosaurs. Right. You know what I mean? But it's like seeing, I can't, I can't even imagine what that would be Mm-mm. in an equivalent for one of us. Like just have oh, no idea. No. Um, but that, that shot is just perfect. There's a reason that that like is one of the great shots from this movie because it's just it's great done so well. Um, so then they start going through the park and I love that they, Start in kind of a ride thing that's like yeah. you know going to yes. be like a little tour of the facilities, and they 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 watch a corny movie with Mr. DNA, yeah, right? dinosaurs, that's, that's, yes. <laughs> and that's it. The movie in it, in it like in the movie, it's designed to like explain what's going on to children. But as viewers, it's used to explain to us the plot of mm-hmm. like how they did Gosh, this. I love it when and they successfully looked, do that in a movie. Yeah. I looked up the voice. He also does. His name's Greg Burson. So he also does the voice for Yogi Bear, Bugs Bunny, Foghorn Leghorn, and Pepe Le Pew. So I was like, oh, okay, I no. hear those. When I'm, I definitely you know. hear Foghorn Leghorn. Yes, Oh big my time. gosh, that's funny. I was like, he has to have done more than just this. Everybody knows yeah. that voice, but why, you know? Wow. And so. I just realized he makes me think of an old sketch by Spike Jones called Dragnet. It's from the 50s. And it's, and it's where uh, Christmas Dragnet, you know, the show Dragnet yes. is basically a Christmas version of Dragnet. And that's what I just, while you were talking, hearing him say dinosaurs made me think dinosaurs. of dinosaurs. Yes. There is a, di- <laughs> that is one of the Funko Pops I wish I had that I don't. They have the, uh, Mr. the DNA. DNA. Oh, they have Mr. Oh DNA. My gosh. And he's like see-through except for the colorful things. Oh, oh. that's great. Oh, that's great. Well, the rule follower in me was like, <gasps> what do they doing? They can't do that. So when they're, when they're they, yeah. pushing like I would never up? push. Yeah, I would never just go, look, we're done just with this. Just sit through the ride. Yeah. It's not going to take that long. Go back. They were ready <laughs> to go Lord. see more dinosaurs. Yes, they wanted to, yes. And so through this, you have uh, Dr. Ian Malcolm, who has come along for the ride, um, who uh, Hammond didn't really want to begin with. <laughs> no. He didn't, he never really, he's like, the rock star. Trusted him. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's kind of, he is the chaos. He says, he yeah. represents the, the chaos, you know, but he is, that's his whole deal is the chaos theory that like, you can't control this kind of stuff. Chaos theory is about, um, the unpredictability of, uh, you know, of, um, major systems yes. right? that there are things that are parts of major dynamic systems that you just can't control. And so that's his, you know, his thing that he's pushing, but also that's him. He is the thing he that is you can't the control. Chaos. Right. Yeah. Yes. Um, he thought about that. He will not be regulated. And so he's like, um, uh, He's got this line that basically sums up his opinion of Jurassic Park in the early going, which he says, the kind of control you're attempting is not possible, Mm. right? That's what he's basically saying, that you may have done everything that you think you can do, but you're messing with something that can't be Mm -hmm. controlled or predicted or, you know, contained. Um, And it comes to fruition. Yes, it does. Whitney, I thought of you immediately in in two scenes. Mm -hmm. One is early on and one comes a little later. The cow... And the goat. Oh, Ugh. she goes. I don't like this. As soon as the cow entered the you screen, feel bad for the cow and the goat. <laughs> you eat cow. Yeah, I'm pretty but sure you I don't eaten, see have it. Goat? I don't see it cheese. strapped into a crane and, and rip it to shreds with my teeth. I don't do that. <laughs> okay, but like, but I know, you did, I, know. I don't thing. like it when people are you like, didn't don't care. eat it. And you then didn't they eat care it when Muldoon was getting ripped apart by 
the by the same velociraptor. This because is where, here's why: because they have a choice to go in there with those dinosaurs, and that cow did not. This okay. That's this why is this I is stick the thing, up though. for our animals at home, and he's like, "You wouldn't stick up for me like that." I'm like, "You have a brain. You have a mind that <laughs> should know better brain. than that." Yes, but they don't. <laughs> they don't understand things. True. Okay, I get it. It's like the it's like the protect those who can't protect themselves. But every once in a while, when people are like, "We have to fight for the rights of animals," I'm like, "People are dying." I mean, if it had like, been, yeah, I used to be. Listen, y'all. I used to be a vegan. Okay, people are dying, and I just go. I am going to go for the people. <sighs> Muldoon died. Clever girl, and then he died. Okay, <laughs> the cow. You were going to eat that cow. Maybe right. not aggressively. If it had been like a dog or a cat, then I would have been like. This movie, turn this movie off right now. But, you know, why is it different animals? It's well, sometimes I do think that I go, why is it different animals? Why, why are like you have a strong reaction? If that would have been like because they're domesticated and I'm used to seeing them. I'm not. I don't have a cow in my backyard. Like in India, that scene would not fly. Right, mm, the scene with true. the cow. That's true. Right, it all depends on where you're, it's mm-hmm. part of its cultural. Yeah. Like, for, I wonder if they changed it for India. Did they? No, no I'm, I'm sure they not. didn't. They probably sure didn't. Show yeah, they it. can get, they can get away with a lot of that scene by just cutting the cow going in. Yeah. You know? But it was probably it's probably rated R in India though. True. They're for like, sure. Or whatever. We're gross. Whatever you rate something that is like breaking a sacred nature. Sure. You know what I mean? Like beyond R, it's probably NC seventeen X. Right. Yeah, this is like triple X. Well, I did notice cow. in the the scene, like with there, you know, the storm happens, and he's like, the storm hasn't calmed down, whatever. And um, why do I keep Hammond? He says, uh, "Why didn't I build in Orlando?" And yes. I laughed really hard because they, they do two Disney references that I caught. Yeah. Okay, this storm still would have been there funny. in Orlando. <laughs> yeah, but not like that. That's a tropical storm. Sure. A really and, bad one. But. Okay, so here's the thing that I learned that uh, just came. This article just came out and I'm sure it's not like this is not new news, but um, article came out this week talking about that the movie almost had to shut down production did have to temporarily shut oh, down yeah. because of a real storm. Oh, They were in the middle of, uh, hang on, let me, let me pull up my notes on it. So I say it right. Oh yeah. It's, okay. It starts with nature. An, there, there was an actual hurricane named Iniki, Iniki. during filming in Hawaii. Spielberg and the crew were not, warned in time that it was coming and so oh. they all had to hunker down in the in the storm um sam neil said quote i do remember going out to the beach with laura and jeff it looked like the end of the world was approaching mm. and laura turned to me and she said sam you think we might die today oh and i said you know what laura we might just die today <gasps> oh my gosh quote, that uh, is terrifying it was a category four one Lord. of the strongest to hit hawaii and, and Spielberg. Oh yeah, I forget this is filmed in Hawaii. Yeah. And Spielberg went out and captured footage of the waves that ended up being used in the movie's <gasps> tropical storm scenes. Um, he was like- On Spielberg. He wow. was like, things are happening outside- That I can't do. That I can't do mm-hmm. without a massive budget, right? Yeah. Yes. A- adjustment. So I'm. he took a camera out That's himself, so great. apparently, and filmed-, and filmed. That's, Well, yeah. I mean, did I guess because he wouldn't want to be like, well, I don't know right. how he would be, but danger. yeah. I mean, did you also know that Richard Attenborough accidentally slept through the whole thing? <laughs> the <laughs> hurricane? Through the hurricane. He was Listen, in it. maybe Everyone he else has peace like Jesus and could just <laughs> Everyone rest. else hunkered down in like what? the in, in one of the- It was like a concrete bunker type- he was in his hotel room and slept through the whole thing. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I didn't even know it happened. Yeah, he like wakes up the next morning. He's like, I missed all the hubbub, like whatever it oh was. Oh my gosh. Said, I would, that's what but I would like, ask for. It destroyed sets. It destroyed massive numbers of homes in Hawaii. Oh um, and they, they 
flew back to the U.S., but they had trouble getting things there. But uh, Kathleen Kennedy, who was the producer, um, she had a pilot who had worked on one of the Indiana Jones movies Mm -hmm. who was now like a commercial pilot, uh, Mm -hmm. and she contacted him. He brought over a a plane full of supplies and then took them back to Los Angeles. Wow. Um, And then they eventually came back to pick up the last few shots that they they needed to get in in Hawaii, the stampede shot uh, and uh, and something else. But – yeah, it like really kind of derailed things for a minute for the for the production. Yeah, I know. I feel like that wasn't educated what I said. I know that Florida does get hurricanes, but I feel like it just it feels doesn't worse. hit. Like, you're out alone you're in not, the ocean, especially Central Florida. You're not yeah. next to water yeah. like that. But did not build on Orlando. Yeah, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> uh, okay, what would they talk about? Gennaro mentions we could charge two thousand, ten thousand dollars a day for this. What would you pay for a weekend with dinosaurs? If if what would you? What would you? Don't expect ask to me. Pay? Okay. okay. Yeah. Don't ask Courtney. I would. I would expect that if it was like a once in a lifetime yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Like five thousand dollars is probably to do how long? A week. A weekend. A weekend. A week. Now listen. Do I want to spend that? No. Do I feel like? Could I they mean, get away with it? Yes. I feel like oh, oh easy, would, yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's a twenty thousand dollar weekend. Yeah. I think I think what I would be willing to pay is five at the most. Okay. Like if I'm just like this is the only time I can ever see dinosaurs. Yeah. I'm gonna save up you for save it. Save up and do it. Mm-hmm. Go like go for a big anniversary. Hopefully you'd come home. Hopefully you'd right. come home. Yes. I think that's probably that's probably. I, I wonder what that would translate to. I wonder what ten thousand dollars a day. In 1993, translates to do infl- right now. Is there an inflation calculator? Okay. Inflation calculator of $10,000 in 1993. Yeah. And now. Oh, I can't wait to hear what this is going to be. Man, it's got to be, because he was like, we could have a coupon day. Right. I yeah, remember him saying right. that. If you want to bring your, and that's like per person. Yeah. Per oh, day. for he's sure. Talking, like he's, but then uh, Hammond is like, we, you know, we don't want to make this an attraction for basically the uber wealthy. Yeah. You know I mean, I want this to be. This is what I don't understand. This is what, like we, we saw it's, that. Twenty thousand nine seventy nine. So okay, twenty one so thousand. Like so just double. about. Double. Yeah, it's wow. it's basically doubled. We it was showing the scenes of the merchandise when they, I think oh, that it was when they were eating ice cream, yes. and I was like, yeah. they could just resell this. Like not those yeah. exact things, but well, they probably didn't know it was going to yeah. be that big, but they should have. Yeah, sold. No, I'm sure those are somewhere now. Like Steven Spielberg probably has a few of those. Mm-hmm. But yeah. so most of the shirts look normal. That was, it was fine. Just but very you 90s, went past, very you went past like, this little like cup that was all 90s colors and had an old little dinosaur on it. And I went, oh man, <laughs> I want that cup. Yeah. Uh, okay, so then you get he's uh, Hammond has invited his grandchildren out yes. to join the party. Because why not? If you don't think it's unsafe, if you think this right. could be unsafe, invite your kids. His daughter yeah. is going through a divorce. Oh, is that the deal? To help he him. says that? Mm-hmm. I forget oh. where they say it. It's like a really small thing. Okay. They're like, he's going to have them because of this. Oh, yeah. I see. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, I love that when the kids show up, Tim, the boy, is essentially dressed as Dr. Grant. <gasps> that's, yes, that's what Whitney that's what noticed. I, told him to, I, I like, had not noticed that before, him. but he's like, I read your book. And he's like, <laughs> the whole time, he's like quoting his stuff back to him. And he's talking about some other guy's book that he read. And it was so much fatter than yeah. yours. And like- <laughs> Just such a little, kind of a twerp. I mean, he's, oh, yeah. he's really annoying. Um, I would did, definitely rather be in the car with him than with her, though. She gets really? on my nerves. Oh, gosh. Uh, she yeah. at least seems quiet. Yeah, but he's interested in what you're <laughs> talking about. For a moment. About. For a moment. Okay, <laughs> so speaking of, speaking of their clothes, this is like the one design note that I have, like other than the fact that it's beautiful and the right. CGI is great, of all course. of that. But there seems to be a color code to a character's chance of survival in this mm. movie. Mm. Okay. Whoa. I didn't know that. Yes, all of the main characters who survive are colorful in their costumes. Now, this might just be the fact that all of the main characters are more colorful in general. In anime, if Mm -hmm. you see an entire 
scene of people who just have black hair and all that stuff. And then you see that one jaggedy green haired girl, <laughs> you go, she's the main character. Like, obviously this is who I need to right. look at. So they're drawing your attention to the main characters. That's fine. So it might be an accident, but all the main characters who survive are colorful in their costumes. Alan Grant wears blue, Ellie Sattler wears pink and blue. Ian Malcolm wears all black. So it's not colorful, but it's bold. bold. It's bold yeah. Um, and John Hammond wears all white. Meanwhile, the characters who die all wear very bland colors. Gennaro Pan. wears brown and white. Nedry wears gray, blue, and brown. Arnold wears striped off, striped off white, and Muldoon wears brown. Mm. Tim and Lex wear a combination of colors and browns. They survive, but arguably go through the worst attacks. Wow. True. So, so there is a like a color theory to the survival rate well of this. Mm. Also, there are only five deaths in this movie. That is crazy. Not counting to me. the dinosaurs. Not counting the dinosaurs. <laughs> How cow. many dinosaurs? Oh, yeah. And yeah, yeah. the cow and the, the goat. cow no, and the velociraptors and all that <laughs> yeah. stuff. Who cares about yeah. them, though? No. You know, they're just animals. <laughs> human, with deaths. Uh, human deaths are only five. Apparently, there was a five kill count. It is hmm, Muldoon, Gennaro, the guy who was uh, pulling hold the door up butts. on the velociraptor. Oh. Uh, yeah, hold on to your butts, Samuel L. Jackson and Nedry. I think those are the five. And Newman. Yeah, so which is apparently the same as uh, Jaws, who is Mm. which is also Mm. a uh, uh, Spielberg. Spielberg. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, but it just feels like this is what I've I've learned. I love if you do movies where just everyone is dying. I, I lose interest. If it like, you I love connect. a good mass you chaos make movie. It hurt. When yeah, I love dies. a good mass chaos movie, but when everyone dies, it loses the effect of the death. It loses the intensity of the death. Yeah. When everyone's dying in the movie, when another thing that like going along with that, I love it when they don't show the creatures, the monsters, the dinosaurs for the entire movie. You get bored. Like, I think about that in Jurassic World, all of those movies. They're in there for at least half the movie. Yeah, like so The, much. the dinosaurs and are I the do lead like, characters. You know, like, if you go, and I'm just going to compare it to Disney, but, like, when you go on the little safari at Disney and you don't see an animal there, you're like, oh, mm. man. Now i got to go get back in line and do it again. So I thought, you know, they did that. They <laughs> yeah. were like, where is it? And she I says, uh, what's his name? Alan. She's like, Alan. And I'm like, what's he going to do? He's not, he can't get out there and get him for you. Right. You know, but like, there's she's something so about upset. not seeing that, like, it's like in a scary movie and yeah. you Almost don't more see the character. Yeah. Okay. They are only in the movie for 15 minutes. Wow. There are only 15 minutes of dinosaurs, dinosaurs. in this movie. There's something about that, mm. like in signs. Yeah. It's, I think we discussed the, the that. How, yeah, we did, yeah. how you only have, it's like what, less than 10 minutes of yeah. aliens in the whole movie or yeah. less than 15. But the fear of them. But the fear of them, you, the you know? fear of not knowing when the dinosaur is going to come. So like the screen time, screen time of dinosaurs in this movie is 15 minutes. Wow. There's something about that that I love. Yeah. It's like on the alien, like predator and alien movies. I think there's more in the predators, but in the alien movies, you don't get, you don't no, get you don't a lot get of screen time. And I guess it uh, saves you money. I mean, it saves them money on having uh, to do sure. CGI stuff. Yeah, of course. I love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just something I, I have learned to love. Don't pop all the corn in a movie. It gets boring to me. They do yeah. that in um, the silent movie with John Krasinski. What's the movie? Oh, they do that there. Yeah. You don't that, see that's it that often. You don't, you don't, I got now, now I did. I love a quiet place too. And I think there's going to be three or four or something like that. I hope oh, there is. Lord. I love it. Um, but they don't show the monsters are not the main character. I don't yeah. want the mm-hmm. monster to be the main character in a movie. And it's even mm-hmm. like, uh, the village, right? Yes. Like, it's, like you're talking mm-hmm. about this thing and it's horrifying and it, you know, whatever, but it's you barely, it's see more anything. horrifying what that is you that don't movie says see the it. fear of something. That's you're talking about is that Voldemort? Harry Potter. Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's it is. Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. 
fear, of a, really fear of a name only increases the fear of the thing itself. Right? Yes. yes. Absolutely. Did Hermione say that? Which is Sounds not exactly like pertinent to what we're talking about, but I appreciate <laughs> but, what you're yeah, that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Uh, they mentioned, um, and where is it? Oh, the, when they're driving um, through the thing, and the, everything's cool still. Yeah. Right? And they're getting the tour. Just a little windy. He says, uh, Hammond says, the voice you're hearing is Richard Kiley. We spared no expense. Mm-hmm. Um, he, so I looked up Richard Kiley. Richard Kiley was a, a star of Broadway and film and television. He was the originator of the role of Don Quixote uh, hmm. in, on Broadway and uh, several other things. Oh, so he was cool. like a well-known. Yeah. People of Hammond's generation would, would have know. known yes. who he was. I don't think. I don't, I don't think my parents would have known who Richard Kiley was, but my grandparents might have. But in Attenborough, okay, also, I didn't know this was uh, David Attenborough's brother. His oh, older yeah. brother. It's his older brother, which mm-hmm. is crazy to me because I feel like David Attenborough is a thousand and twelve years old. <laughs> uh, but I had no clue. And I was looking at the I was I mean, last night is when I figured it out. Because we it, do love him. Absolutely. We love David yeah. Attenborough. But I went Richard Richard him. Attenborough. I was like, they look too much alike, and there are not many Attenboroughs in the world. I was mm-hmm. like, they've yeah. got to be that are related. British, that are for yeah. sure. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he was only British in the second half of the movie. He spoke with a strong Scottish accent in the this. first half. I didn't really I, notice it. He told me this before he watched it. It only lasted a few scenes. He has a strong Scottish accent. This was one of the two goofs that I was like, I've got to really? say it. Yes. He had a strong, uh, Hammond had a strong Scottish accent at the beginning. It only lasted a few scenes. And, and then it goes into a high end British accent by the end of the movie. Wow. You think just as they kept on filming, he just sort he of was just like, slipped uh, out of it. He was like, I don't want to do this Scottish wow. accent anymore. Wow. It, yes. I feel like that's kind of like, uh, what's her name in Marvel? The Scarlet Witch. Cause she starts with that accent, <laughs> but, but they, yeah. they explain no, that, it away. Okay, I know, they explain it away, but I think it was an accident until they explained it away yeah. until they were like, this is too gross of an accent. Sorry. Like, Russians. You, should, like you shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. She's, she was probably like, I don't want to do this for the next five years. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then they were just like, no, we can get out of this. And then she has just like a slight accent when yeah, it comes to words mm-hmm. Wanda and Vision, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. And then they, they explain it away. I'm just like, okay, if you can explain it away, that's fine. You can't explain <laughs> this away. He just went from strong Scottish to an upper British accent. The, the his movie. character is Scottish. Um, right. That's right. His I mean, I, assume, I, th- I think based he on, says something about growing up in does. Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's really funny. Yeah. Um, okay. What's the deal with the sick triceratops? It See, explains it in the book. The book it does but not explain I didn't, it. I, yeah, because I was like, I would like to know what happened to her. I forget. I'm sorry. I forget what happens. I bought him but the they book explain. as it, like, whenever oh, we were I dating. I think we were, no, we were recently married. And I was like, oh my gosh, he loves Jurassic Park. I'm going to buy him this book. And then he never opened it, never even looked at it. It's really. beautiful. It's I have beautiful it on our shelf. shelf <laughs> yeah. 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 Like, I have it on our shelf. I, I forgot you got me that. I'll have to read it. But So he didn't read the book for this. He Googled no. it. But yes, still. I do. Yeah, of course. of course. I read the book every time we do a a, a book related movie. I would just be <laughs> you'd still so be really reading Lord of the Rings. I'd be. Oh gosh, I definitely would. So in the, I think in the book, it's just like I always forget. In my head, I thought they explained what happened when uh, in the movie. It just in my mind, I thought it happened. Yeah. You, yeah. There's a lot. I think of- it's just a poisonous plant. I, no, I she am, thinks no, it's a poisonous plant. She oh, checks they, the droppings. They, check, they go in the poop. Oh, and it's, and not, she, there. it's not there. Maybe mm-hmm. I just like, I was like, I don't care enough about this Triceratops. I mean, it so, could have been something else. Cause I, she, you know. I, I'm watching it and I go, oh, Triceratops is pregnant. That's what I thought but, too. But then she, but then she, they're saying it's happening every six weeks. Yeah. So I was so like, like okay, mm, okay, well it can't be pregnant. Yeah. Um, but there's a big, like, again, there's a big rabbit hole about they this. They missed a storyline there because that would have been good. Yeah. I, was, I just like, I want to know, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but, um, there's a lot of, uh, Mandela effect of all involved with this scene. People remember mm-hmm. certain things about the movie 
that end up not being not actually there. actually explained in the movie or the book. And they're like, no, no, no. It's a but a lot of people a lot of people said, well, it's a poisonous plant, but it's not because they they she digs into the it's like the West so did, West what, Indian nylac, uh, the lilac, lilac. Or whatever. What in did the original, they say? In the original book upon which the film is based, we find out that the stones it eats are too close to poisonous, hmm. are too close to poisonous West Indian lilac berries. Uh, so when the dinosaur replaces the stones every six weeks, I don't know what that means. It meant, maybe like birds, you know what I mean? Oh, they do, yeah. they like eat, um, giblets. They have giblets. Giblets? <laughs> like t- t- turkeys have giblets. You know, and it's like little stones that help them digest food. Oh, no, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, like it replaces it every six weeks. Like yeah. it's just, okay. Mm. So when the dinosaur replaces just, the stones every six weeks, it simultaneously picks up some of the fallen berries and is poisoned again. It would have really just been okay. nice to know that. Yeah. Because yeah. I'd like to know what happened to Yeah, her, that yeah. is kind of a, you go, you could have just so a sentence could have explained that. That is a big, um, like, scene that I always remember is when he's laying on her stomach Yeah, and like moves up. That's oh, I what do I always love remember. That. It's just a funny, because the, the whole conceit of that scene, the reason for that scene is for them to get to see the Triceratops and they have this huge uh, practical effect triceratops, right? Mm-hmm. It right? yeah. right. gorgeous. But that's the whole thing is just to show this dinosaur. But the, the, the conceit of that scene is this dinosaur is sick and that's why you can get to it. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. He hears it and they follows the sound. It. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but then they end up going, oh yeah, something's wrong with it. It's sick, and they basically they just go, well, I don't know, oh, well. and that's it. Like you just yeah, don't find just, out. We just tranquilized it. Yeah, we're it not going to look like, at it. I mean, it seems like the theme of Jurassic Park. All the things that should matter, they're just like, ah, well, <laughs> we spared no expense we're, until the fences, yeah. until well, the IT guy. And I feel like, and you know, she was crying, which you know that means a lot to her. Yeah. But I was like, I would probably be crying because it's such a big thing. <laughs> you know, like when you see huge things in real life that you shouldn't be seeing, yeah, you only see them on TV. Like this. Yeah, that's why I would cry probably. Well, so then it all starts to go bad. Um, uh-huh. Of course, we, it does. We, we learn early on in the movie that Dennis Nedry has made a, a you know a, a, a sale, uh, an agreement to sell embryos. Dawson, and he's going to get off the island. Okay, That's first of all, we watched it with subtitles. Okay, and they spell. I'm thinking Dodson, uh-huh. but they spelled it D O D G S E D. Oh, Dodson or something. Yeah. Dodson. Dodson. Yes. Or, yeah, yeah. That's what it was. That's weird. And I was like, oh. You know, yeah. but we did notice a lot of the subtitles were like reworded. Like it, it would say oh, really? like something and I've then it would reword it. Paraphrase. I've always kind wondered of. why that happens. Do, is it because they went off script and they just gave them the script to do the? Oh, maybe. Surely but, not. But surely that's not no. why it is. But I should what was have the remembered phrase? a phrase. But one was like. Um, I'm going to go get a Coke from the vending machine. And it uh-huh. says the vending machine might have Coke. I'm going to go get some or something. It was something like that where we were like, that's weird. That's really interesting. Why would they choose to do that? It's like know. Bible translations, right? Like, yes, yes, exactly. Like now we've got NIV subtitles. Uh, this yes. Is the, oh, it's the, the, these are the message. Uh, this is the subtitles. passion translation of yes. Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes, pretty much. And it didn't ever change the story, but there was one word she said that they, they, they had the word wrong. And one of the, the little girls said it, and I forget what it was. It was at the end of the movie. And we were like, that's not what she said. I was like, she huh. didn't just say that because I was reading the subtitle. She goes, I know. When he was like, I know. I've seen it happen a couple times now. And she just didn't say anything. Good <laughs> for you. She was not trying to spoil. Yeah. Um, so yeah. To. So now stuff is going wrong. Mm-hmm. Nedry is, has the system shut down so he can try and escape with uh, the embryos that he's hiding in a can of uh, shaving cream, Barbasol. Mm-hmm. Um, it's product placement. Something yeah. really solid there. Which I'm glad we didn't have to eat pie with Barbasol on it. And yeah, that was another that option. Was, he puts he it in his hand and then he puts it in his hand. Plops it on the pie. Plops it on oh, the pie. That's true. Yeah. But he does no, say there was no menthol that. in it. So yeah, it's like, oh no menthol. Maybe that's good. Um, but. His energy in that scene is so great. <laughs> so like, great. He's Newman. He's so obnoxious. He's just Newman. I mean, he's 
worse than Newman, I feel like. But yeah, he's more manic than. Yeah. I mean, Newman has a couple spots like that, but yeah. he's just so Ew, gross. Uh, I forgot who I recast, and I went back down and went, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I did like the line from Ian Malcolm where he says, when you gotta go, you gotta go. When he comes out of the <laughs> oh thing, gosh. which I was like, we're not big kid people, but I don't think I'd leave Who's them in the car. Myself. I just want to know who your favorite character is in this movie. Because Ian Malcolm has to be mine. I did, that's that's why I thought of that. I went, uh-huh. he's perfect. He's perfect. I also like Ellie because of her screams. <laughs> Ellie, she goes, ah, like all the time. Her eyes were, she is it was her eyes. We rewound screams. it. We had, to, we had to rewind one of them just because I was like, that At is Ellie's absurd. Ellie's screams? <gasps> okay, it's, the, it's, the, part where, oh it's the part where they find Ian Okay. And they have him on the back of the truck and he's like, we need to go. And it knocks the side of the She is, she's car. gripping like this and she's going. And it gets her eyes it like, it's funny. I'll crazy. have to be Dude, up. I, And then so, she's running up the hill to Grant and she goes, yeah. run. <laughs> and she is animated. It's what you oh, expect Larder not to be. I, she's, yeah. She seems like put together in yeah, most of her other so films. Stately. She let go in Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. The screams that I noticed were Lex's screams. Well, of course. Oh. She's a, oh, she's a teen. She, every time teen. she screams, she cocks her head to the side. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so oh, yeah, She's always she, like. <laughs> it's like to get it out. That's that, how she had to get it out. It's a my neck. I have never been more fulfilled when I, like, with a character that I don't like. It's not that I don't like her. She just gets on my nerves. Okay. High school girls get on my nerves. They just they do. They do. Whitney but hates she, some high school girls. I mean, no, I, I love them, but I just go, ooh, I want to shake them. Because you know when you, like, when you were growing up, your parents were like, I understand what you're going through, but you'll grow out of it or something like that. Uh-huh. And I'd be like, shut up. And that I do now, you know. I get shut it now. But she, that, like, What's the kid from Saturday Night Live where she's like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Kristen Wiig's character yes. where she's like, yes. sorry. She said, yeah, sorry. Oh, it's, uh, oh, man. G- uh, G- G- Gilly? Gilly. 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 And then, the, and then they she add Gilly later on. Is it Molly yes, Shannon? I think so. Gilly. They do it together. Please go watch that. I love it. No, she, whenever she gets sneezed on, it's one of my favorite oh. things. I, I hate the way it looks. I hate the way it looks. And Zeke was gagging. It. That wasn't but an actual I, gag. I was that like, wasn't an actual that's, what, that's what you get okay, for off, screaming here's around. Okay, first scream. Wait, okay, that was the t Let him see it. Let him see what. Okay. Watch it. It is. Uh, it is right here. I think they'll have that on the tour. Oh no, that's the end. Excuse oh. me, everyone. Uh. Back to it. Back to it. Oh, there it is. There it is. There it is. It's her face. Knocks it. T Rex knocks it. It's so loud. You want to pull it back? <laughs> absurd. It's a good scream. She goes. I mean, I wouldn't be doing any better than that. I mean, she gave in to that role, though. Like, I'm like, you're having to pretend there's a T Rex there. I could never in my life. I would be the kid when when he's in the in the truck and he just goes, "I threw up." Like that would be me, dude. (laughs) That scene. Okay, let's get let's get into the kids here for a second. Now, now you can go ahead and vent about the dirty children. I have always hated the kids in this movie (laughs) because. They look dirty to me from the very beginning. You have pretty clean kids. You do. I, yeah. yeah, it's true. I, I mean, yeah. The, They're not I, running around with metal. Something about these kids just on appearance has always annoyed me. And it's not the, like, for the girl at least, it's not, uh, Ariana uh, Richardson, is that her name? Ariana mm-hmm. Richardson? I had seen her in a movie called, Mar- not Mars Attacks, excuse me. Oh. Um, 
That may be terrifying. It's me as a also child. about little Martians. It's called Space Spaced Invaders, hmm. um, and it's a it's a comedy anyway. But she was in it around the same time, maybe just before this. And I liked her in that. There's something about these kids in this movie that I find them to be just sort of inherently dirty, mm-hmm. just a little bit They're gross, dirty. They're just be- annoying. It dirt like I even before the mud. They can and chase the- through mud and all that yeah. stuff. They're dirty before they should be. And and it's oh, a problem for me. Did you see your tooth on the she mic? She had her tooth on the mic. I do that all the time. <laughs> I laughed with my eyes closed. I shouldn't have. Oh gosh! It's like they but look like, like they've already gone on a hike when they arrive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then and so then they get dirty. Whatever. 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 And then the 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 kid the, uh, Timmy Timmy ends up like getting a cut over his eye. Oh, eyebrow. it is gross. And and once he once that happens, he looks like a caveman to he me. He does. <laughs> he looks he looks like he's had a just like. I feel like Spielberg just took a bag of dirt, dirt. Yeah. and threw it on him yes. for the second half of the movie. And I go, I mean, it it fits. His, his whole complexion looks like there's but some Alan dust Grant's on that. Alan Grant's not yes. that dirty. No. Ever. No. It's not. So, it's like it's like the opening part of Harry Potter when they when they first meet and Hermione's like, you have a bit of dirt on your nose <laughs> for no reason. Like She's like, you're just a little dirty. It's like that. And it bugs her and it bugs me. But I think I finally pinned down in in this viewing what i hate about tim's look and i think it's his teeth because he's mm. got I those think i noticed his teeth he's got those gangly adult teeth that are too big for a kid's mouth you know what i mean <laughs> is and he old they, enough would he have his permanent teeth at that yeah, age they're, per- okay. they're, they're permanent okay. teeth and he and, but it's just they don't fit his head and they're like crooked and it just makes him annoying and dirty looking. Mm. And it looks like there may be chips, but it's just because they're like turned and small and yes. what? It, like, I don't know. And then and then once he really does get dirty, he looks like a caveman. And I'm just like, he I does can't. look like a caveman. Like when he, I used to like wait for him to get electrified by the fence. Like, <gasps> like it felt good. And that to part me. annoys me the You're most. Like, he's so I'm annoying. Like, he needs a good shot. Yeah, it's good. I'm yeah. like, you hear that beeping. Yeah. You know what's going to happen and you're still standing there. And I know I've been like, frozen in fear before but come on you know come on so speaking of that scene the kids are filthy and dirty but when he gets electrocuted sam neil fumbled through okay so i learned that he fumbled through several takes of giving tim cpr and it didn't look realistic Mm. because he didn't want to like kiss a child yeah you want to go mouth on mouth oh yeah right okay trying to avoid physical contact i commend him for that commendable thank you sir sam neil found out he was a sir oh Uh, is he british Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not know that. Yes, I love finding out that people who acted hear, successfully good, as I thought his accent was pretty accent good. I didn't even notice. No, it comes out through the movie. Yeah. yeah. I just think I, I just don't thought he was scholarly. You know, like scholarly American people. Oh uh, yeah. Okay. They get get, a little yeah. bit of British. Yeah, a little, sure. What's it called? Like old school, like Boston, like yeah. that sort of a blue blood American accent. Yeah. Yes, it okay. has a little bit of it. So okay, so finally, with Joseph Mazzello's permission. He, uh, which is Tim, he actually performed mouth to mouth. Mazzello now refers to this as his first on-screen kiss (laughs) Uh, was by Sam Neill. Sir Sam Neill. Wow. Uh, I'd let him give me CPR. I mean, if I I needed it. I mean, if you were dying. (laughs) If I was dying, anyone's allowed. And then in that scene, I know like the girl would be sad. It's her brother. But I was like, God, shut up. You know, like she's just crying and she's like. And I'm like, please just close your mouth. See, the thing is, I love how they portrayed her. But a kid would have done that. Yeah, I mean, if if a kid's seeing dinosaurs and running for their life, probably, I mean, great acting. Yeah. Drove me nuts. Her her role really, I just went, this is realistic. Mm -hmm. If, if, like... If I was being chased by a T-Rex, by random things, of course this is how I'd react. Maybe not me, and I feel but like every girl this is can, how a 13-year-old girl Every girl react. can relate to having like a 
like a like a crush on an older man that obviously isn't gonna nothing's uh, gonna happen, but uh, you're just like you know like cause she did that with <laughs> she, him yeah. at the beginning. She didn't do it with right? Ian Malcolm because no. I think they they both liked him or at least the brother did. So I'm sure she saw pictures. Yeah, of Yeah, they're kind of infatuated. And I liked that Ellie was like. She told me to ride with you because it'd be good for you. That little smile like, oh. she gives him yeah. when she she's like, sorry. <laughs> he got out of it, but <laughs> yeah, he did. And Zeke found a <laughs> Zeke found a like a, a mess up with the goat, right? Then you say the There's goat. There's several mess ups with the T Rex scene. Where were you going with that, though? I was thinking of them in the thing with the screen on. So or with the, the there are so many mess ups in the T Rex scene, which I don't care. Like I don't care about mess ups. I think they're kind of fun. Um, but the goat leg is there. It's not there. It's there again. The door is open. It's not open. It's open again uh, on on their car. But that and I just think, how do you miss something like that? Like I, I get it. You you're staring at it for so long. You probably just don't see it. There was a thing, but. and maybe you maybe you saw this. There was a thing on IMDb that I didn't understand, and I didn't have time to go back and watch it again. But it said that basically. In the establishing kind of shots of the T-Rex thing, it looks like the two sides of the cage are on level ground. Yes. And then in one, it's like way lower. No, okay, so at the beginning, something. when you drive up, it is level ground. The goat is there. It is a level ground. It's yeah. like the fence is the only thing that keeps you from the T-Rex. Yeah, and that's how it is in my mind. Okay, and it's too tall. Like, there's no way unless the T-Rex threw the goat leg. So there's so many mistakes in this scene. I still love it. It's still one of the most iconic, iconic scenes. So the T-Rex is not taller than the fence, but to, it would have to be to drop the goat leg over right. there unless he well, threw well, it perfectly. It, yeah. Okay. So arm. then when you look <laughs> over at it, the two goats, so it's a back leg based on the way the knee is positioned. The two back legs are going down the throat of the T-Rex when he's gulping it down. Oh, okay. Oh, so okay. there's the Nobody's first one. Nobody's looking at that. He's you know? too, he's not taller than the actual fence. There's the second one. Yeah. So he couldn't have properly dropped right. the goat thing. It doesn't. Okay. It could, he could have thrown it, whatever. So the goat leg disappears and reappears based on the scene. So when the, when the T-Rex is coming down on them in the car, the goat leg's gone. And I've noticed on the roof part, they broke, like whenever they did the first one, it, half of it broke at the top and then they come back and it's still whole. Okay. So the door is open or not open. Like, so when the door is open, when Gennaro runs away. Then uh, it's still he also open had for a couple some short shorts on. He did. I asked he Zeke, did. I was like, are his pants off? Cause That's it looked like he was toilet. on the toilet. Yes. yes. I was like, I'd be holding it. I'm sorry. I don't, <laughs> okay, I don't so think I can do that. The door is open. Then it switches to the view of um, Malcolm and yeah. oh, whatever. Grant. Yeah. Grant. And then the door is closed and then Tim closes the door. Mm-hmm. It, it, makes the T-Rex come down. So that's a back and forth of the door being open and closed. Then when they pull up, it is level ground from the T-Rex side to this side. And then it's an, a 100 foot drop <laughs> to where the car like falls into the tree. So it's just like, it felt like one of those things, like it makes sense. Like you look at it and you go, I didn't think about any of that. It's yeah, like, I, didn't register. I saw this meme the other day about how you will be dreaming and it all makes sense. And you're like, I'm in, I'm in a pirate ship. And then suddenly it becomes the Walmart that my dad owns. And I don't even question it. Yes. It is definitely one of those. Like I don't question the fact that, yeah, there's a hundred foot drop, but also it's level. Yeah. Uh, that is one of the, like that scene. I was like, okay, there's so much. Um, and it, it almost annoyed me that little Timmy, kept getting stuck under things. I was oh, like, yes. just crawl Stop out. Stop getting stuck. Run right, away. Right. Don't Stop just sit there in fear. Such a problem. Jeez. Kid. Uh, so whenever they're in where the, is it brontosaurus or brachiosaurus, whichever Brachi- one yeah. it is. And they, they're running and then they jump in that hole and the eggs are there. He sniffs it. 
Did you ever notice that? <laughs> he I was goes, like, he goes, why would you sniff it? Because you're a paleontologist. I know, I guess, but I just went, oh my gosh, like that's <laughs> disgusting. I don't know why that threw I you for such a loop. Disgusting. Nothing was more disgusting in this movie than the snot Sneeze. from the Brachiosaurus. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't Here's like, it. I just didn't like it. Like, so biologically, my wife and I have four kids and- and I have I have smelled all four of the babies like fresh out. You know what I mean? I don't want to smell where they came from. Right, right. Fresh out. <laughs> no, you know? there's a lot of stuff. I'm, not trying, to, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not trying to get into all that. He I don't know. Really He's was a paleontologist, though. I just feel like animal smell is but different. But paleontologist than human smell. is dust and bones and old, not fresh and new and wet. You know what Ugh, I mean? Yeah. I mean, those things weren't fresh and new and wet, probably, but they were. They, they were fresh. No, they were slimy. They were yeah. Ugh. So that's when that's when they discover something has happened here. Now he is like in in wonder of it. Like he mm-hmm. is not seeing it as a bad thing that they have figured out how to um, procreate. Procreate, yeah, yeah. But we, you know. They mentioned earlier in the film, you said earlier, amphibian DNA. That yes. they have, like pieces of cha- chain that they uh, d- couldn't get from the DNA. They sort of spliced frog DNA, amphibian mm-hmm. DNA. At least they explained that. You know. And the, Yeah, and then there's this thing with certain frog, certain types of frogs or whatever that have been known to like just suddenly swap genders in a single gender environment. Which right. I'm like, if the paleontologists knew that and these million dollar scientists didn't know that, come on now. Yeah. But right. I mean, you know, it, throughout the, the movies, the bad guy is the guy. The main doctor guy. Right. Yes. So it's like maybe he did know and he did it on purpose. I don't know. Yeah. Sure explains it somewhere. It's true. They probably just didn't tell like it's one of those things that like that's where the hubris comes in that maybe Hammond knew and he just uh, don't tell me. He's like it's fine. It's fine. fine. Don't worry. It won't happen. It's fine. Because he's very intent on saving the dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. saving the experiment, saving the park until the very last second. You know what I mean? He's like no we can still do this. We can we'll delay the opening. We'll figure it out. And next time. His grandkids are out there and he's like it's fine. It's fine. Next time it'll be fine. And then he has the gall to be like Will you please go get my grandchildren? And I'm yeah. like, oh my god! Finally, finally. And when he says, drive, "I got the glaucoma." Yes, when he <laughs> tells Ellie, like, I should be doing this. I'm a, and you're a. Yeah. And she's like, "We'll talk about sexism when we get back." I'm like, she lived, and the other one didn't. Yeah, and I told Zeke, I didn't expect the, um, what's his name? The hold on to your butts. Yeah. For him, like, because I didn't realize he said it twice. I didn't either. And maybe that's the Man- Mandela thing too, because I thought. Like he only said the big one, Hold but on when he said, butts. he says it first and I was like, yes. that's not very iconic. Like right. that was really just oh, yeah. really flat. Yeah. It's that is a, a funny thing to say twice. But yeah. A, then there, I love that though, that they're just showing that this is just a thing that he just says. Just what he yeah. says. You this is catchphrase. It's not something clever that he came up. It's just a thing that he says, you know, that's one of my so, favorite. There are more, there are more iconic, uh, phrases, phrases in this than I thought. I mean, the clever girl, I love when uh, he says, clever, clever girl, girl, hold on your butts and life, uh, finds a way. It's not life <laughs> finds a way. It's life, uh, uh finds a way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, Ian Malcolm. Is that the only ones? <laughs> those were the three? three, but that's three very iconic things. Yes. I, that like that big. I say, I don't say clever girl a lot, but hold on to your butts. I say all the time. And then <laughs> well, life, you, and you uh, finds dessert. a way. You, the, I think the first piece of Zeke merch that I ever bought was a hold on to your butts mm-hmm. shirt. Yeah. I think that was the first. And it had first a T-Rex those, skull on it. We T-Rex wore those to uh, Universal and a lot of people were like, oh my God. Oh, oh yeah. So Actually, my friend that just had her baby, she wore it to the hospital. Really? No. Yeah, she did. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> that's really funny. She loves Jurassic Park. That's not why she wore in it. In the context but, of yeah. delivery, that's really funny. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
that she had it on. Wow. You need to see if you can repost that on Instagram. If you can, if yeah. you still have it, you should Absolutely. definitely repost it. I'm sure it I have it. It's way back there, but you for sure have it. That could it. be one of your Patreon art pieces for this, and you won't there even have to do a new one. There you go. Um, yeah, I so love it. Funny. Um Okay, I think my favorite shot in the movie. Okay, I think is when the T Rex, when the when the fight goes indoors and the T Rex yeets the raptor yeah. in the main <laughs> lobby and then roars and the the oh, banner yeah. falls that says when dinosaurs rule the yes. earth. Yes, oh, that's, so good. Dude, that's it is awesome. great. Like full power T Rex, like which I told Zeke, I was like, how did they not see? The T Rex, it was right there. I know, and the, but I guess because they're focusing on the. There's a lot of moments where you go, "We would have heard that." In fear, yeah. I guess you get tunnel vision and you don't know. Okay, what's but happening. at the beginning, like when they see the Brachiosaurus, when it when they're right. just like when he turns her head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no footsteps until they turn, and then the footsteps are there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh-huh. in this movie, there's a lot of that where you go, "You would have heard that T Rex mm-hmm. yeah. walking through the building." You don't you watch a movie that. about dinosaurs to get realistic. But then things, what, right? what caught them was the raptor, right? So they're mm-hmm. eating. That's the Jello scene, right? She's mm-hmm. got the jello and all of a sudden she's shaking yes. and they're eating dirty which oh, is they're, they're eating ice cream just filthy Ugh. but like she's got the jello and they're just smiling at each other and <laughs> then she freezes because the raptors yep. like whatever so i figure at that point not noticing the t-rex is probably you're pre- preoccupied because you got yeah. a lot going on yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I so, see i would have been mad because i'd have been like i'm, I'm hungry and i'm tired and i'm finally eating something good because that, all that stuff looked pretty good i was like hey we had well, a real assortment of things we could have made but okay. then i was like yeah. Okay. Apparently the ice cream was amazing, right? Yeah. Because she yeah. said that she Ellie goes, that's good. Like she's mad at him and she still goes, that's good. And then he <laughs> with spared his, no expense. That's right. With his last like winky, we spared Gosh, no expense. idiot. There. Spared idiot no expense except the important stuff. On the stuff. ice cream. Uh, okay. <laughs> I have so many, I have so many trivia things. Oh, please share this. some. Uh, okay. So I'll just start, I'll just start like naming them off. It doesn't yeah. like these, there's not an order to these because I had, I have them like done by order of who they were about, but okay. now I'm just like, we've jumped around. All surviving characters from this movie appeared in a sequel. I didn't realize that. Okay, Not the sure. sequel, but a, a one, sequel, of the one of them. Sequel. One of them. Yeah. Okay. So John Hamm, so everyone who lived in this movie appeared in a sequel. John okay. Hammond, Lex, and Tim appeared in the Lost World Jurassic Park, which is oh. my favorite Jurassic Park is movie. Is that the second Second one. one. Okay. So Lost World wow. uh, Jurassic Park is my absolute, I don't know why, it is my top tier Jurassic Park movie. I, I When I go back to watch them, I just normally just hit the and second that, one. Critically speaking- Maybe not counting the Jurassic World. Like movies, this got a not that's like, like the. I think it got the, like I can't mm, help it? it. I love it. You put okay. Julianne Moore in something though. I will watch it. She's in the second one. It's fair. Yes, she's his girlfriend. Oh, she's in the third one. We watched the first like ten minutes of the movie last night of of uh, Lost, Lost World. World just because she was because like, let I me was see like, what happens. I, I said, did, did the kids ever come back into play? Mm. And he's like, for a few seconds in the next. In the line. second one, so they're the connection. Okay, so they uh, John Hammond, Lex, Tim appear in the Lost World Jurassic Park. Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler appear in Jurassic Park 3 in 2001. Mm. Dr. Henry Wu appears in Jurassic World in 2015 yeah, and Jurassic was, World Fallen Kingdom. It was a nice touch. I like that. The second yeah, one really got um, 54 on Rotten Tomatoes. Yes. What did this one get? What did Jurassic Park get? Uh, let me see. Be it's like 90s. Yeah, so I right. noticed that it dropped massively. I don't care. I think The Lost World is my favorite. There's just something about it because- 91. Yeah. yeah. The, the mass chaos of it. Uh, like I know a lot of people die in it. The The- I don't know the fact that they bring the T-Rex back to the U S and then he starts wreaking havoc. I love that. That's or what she happens does. In, in the lost world. Yes. Wow. Yes. Okay. So then oh, Dr. Ian Malcolm that. appeared in the lost world and Jurassic world fallen kingdom. Mm-hmm. Alan Grant, Ellie Sattler, Ian Malcolm, Henry Wu and Dodds Dodgson. Dodgson? 
Really? I didn't Dotson realize comes that. Into it? Dotson, wow. Yeah, Dotson. All appear in Jurassic World Dominion, though Dotson is played by a different actor. Oh, okay. okay so but it's still supposed to be Dotson. Just the character. Yeah, but his character is back. Wow. Woo's in a lot of them. Yeah, yeah the, Woo's, the in, Woo's in two of the Jurassic Worlds. His voice just makes me go, you're going to be bad. Woo, you yeah, know, he, he's you're like, an evil man. He's like the Emperor Palpatine of the Jurassic He keeps coming back Oh my every time. Okay, so when shooting, this is another one of just the random things that, like, I was like, how did they make the T-Rex sound? Some of the sound engineering yeah. of this was one of my favorite things. Is it Ben Burt? Was he the sound designer? I actually don't know. I'm I sorry. I, didn't, I did not research I didn't that. Look it up. The infamous roar of the Tyrannosaurus, uh, of, says of the Tyrannosaurus, were a composite mix of a dog, penguin, tiger snarl, alligator gurgle, and a baby elephant squeal. Dang. It got the highs and the lows of all of yeah, that. Yeah, it's like full spectrum. My favorite... My favorite sound. And I went back and I, I made Whitney listen to it. And I said, imagine what that is. Go ahead. Gary Rydstrom. Okay. Right. Okay. Thank you, Gary. You did great. You, uh, the sound of the T-Rex killing Gennaro and, uh, and the Gallimimus was Gary Rydstrom. It's right here. I should have said it. It was Gary Rydstrom's Jack Russell Terrier Buster shaking a rope toy in his mouth, recorded and slowed down because he thought a T-Rex would sound a lot like that. Buster also provided the sound for the T-1000 eye spiking. I don't know what that is. Oh, T-1000 eye spiking a mental hospital guard in Terminator (laughs) 2. Wow. Judgment Day. Yeah, so Terminator 2 Judgment Day. But I listened back to it and I went, that yeah, he is He rewound it sure. and was like, listen to it like a dog. I was like, that's a Jack Russell Terrier mm-hmm. going like, but like when he <laughs> was, I couldn't think of any yeah. other way to do it. But when Gennaro is in his mouth and he shakes him, it's it just a slowed down Jack Russell Terrier. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious. That just like- You hear it more with the dinosaur whenever yeah. he's shaking around the dinosaur. Yeah, you okay. That. Uh, now I'll just go into the next one. T-Rex. Okay, so it is an, an incredible- uh, animatronic. And I was like, this yeah. is so beautiful. Occasionally it malfunctioned. Really? Okay. It malfunctioned due to the amount of rain. Cause he's in oh, like heavy rain mm-hmm. moments. Uh, producer Kathleen Kennedy recalls the T-Rex went into the heebie jeebies sometimes and started moving <laughs> or it would just move on its own. Oh, scared the no, crap out of us. No. We'd be, it says we'd be like eating lunch and all of a sudden a T-Rex would come alive. No. At first we didn't know what was happening. And then we realized it was the rain. You'd hear people start screaming, dude, I bet. Like, they should have the recorded T-Rex it. Just they should have kept the sound going. So they got the screams. Oh my gosh. Like it would just come on the animatronics. I freaking <laughs> loved it. I love realistic, like non-CGI, what's it called? Yeah, practical, practical effects. Practical yeah. effects. Uh, when we were watching it last night, I was like, the t- I was like, the Velociraptors look super beefy in the only in the scene where they're in the kitchen. Like they, like he yeah. leans his head up and starts doing that. Like, whatever it is, I cannot imagine doing that uh, sound successfully. But he does that that Velociraptor call, and I was like, his legs are beefy. Like I was like, he's in in the gym. It is that in that one scene, it is people in. Uh, Velociraptor costumes, costumes. Yeah. and so so I guess they use the, the practical which effects that for makes that. me think yeah. about whenever so he was really funny Alan Grant the actor was really funny about not like kissing the kid but whenever they're running away from I mean you never want to kiss a kid no yeah. but whenever they're running away from the Velociraptors and that one thing and they're running up the thing <gasps> and she falls down he full cups her butt cheeks to pull her up and I yes. was like I mean at that point you don't care where you're getting grabbed yeah, or grabbing and go yeah. but it makes me laugh because he was so did, funny like, about he does a full the like, he does do a full grasp and you know it's not Ellie grabbing her butt it's like that hairy forearm <laughs> and you go that is 
Sam Neill grabbing a small girl's butt and just pulling her up. Like he's I trying mean, to say, if there's a dinosaur no behind me, grab me from where we need to grab me. I'd like to live. But I just, I thought that was funny because he was so funny about the. The kid, you know, yeah. the little boy. We, we so did like, talk about that. I was like, she was like, he full grabbed her butt. And I was like, I guess you're going to do what you have to do if, if, a uh, if a Velocisaurus Rex, if a Velociraptor, <laughs> wow. I mean, how, That's we the can't next remember movie. all these Velocisaurus Rex, which is basically what, uh, <laughs> yeah. Jurassic World yes. is about. Also it's the, the Velocisaurus her Rex. run, Ellie's run when she, when he says like, just run, I've got her. Like I, she's been watching us the whole time and her she just runs like a maniac. I know, I know, I she get does. it. You're running from something, but and, and then it does. Does it even show when she gets her leg hurt, or does she just start limping? Because I don't she, remember her. I think it shows it, it, but doesn't make a big deal out of okay. it. Like yeah, she so. turns and then hits that thing, and she hits the log and goes, oh. Dang it! and then oh, okay. she jumps okay. over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But then she does a Tarzan swing over another log. Her <laughs> hair falls, and you <laughs> don't see when it fell. But they're just like that's just what it is. But it is a perfectly powerful 90s. running scene. She is the most dramatic. I feel like she is more dramatic than Lex in this movie. Oh no, I do not agree. <laughs> I know you don't Mm-mm, agree. No, Lex no. gets on your nerves. <laughs> um, and I think having the little guy's arm on my shoulder would have freaked me out more than a dinosaur. Because oh, you don't yeah. expect to see a human yeah. arm just flapping around. Right, right. She's like, you oh, don't expect a dinosaur either, but yeah. She's had like, like she is pretty cool. I think the reason is for the first half of the movie, she is calm and collected. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. when she sees Velociraptors up close, she's she done. Well, she's also, not doing it anymore. It, in my head, you've got all these locks and all these things to keep these things out. But a dinosaur just jumped through a window. Right. You didn't have glass that was <laughs> sure. thick enough to... It was polycarbonate. It, it was never supposed you know? to make it there, though. Yeah, you know? you're That's not true. hoping the velociraptor. You're not planning for the velociraptor to jump through your window. Right. Like yeah. you're not planning for a tire to jump through this window. We're not making all of our windows. Did you know that. that's why they make glasses out of polycarbonate. So they don't shatter. And go into your eyes. Mm-hmm. You're talking oh. about actual glasses. Yeah. Like okay. Wow. Whitney used to work at an optometrist's office. (laughs) (laughs) I got to pull that out when I can, you know, just send him info. I think that's most of my trivia. I just like, I found some really fun trivia for this one. I loved it. I have one other note before we get into the recast. Okay. uh, And that is on the, the famous meme of dinosaur supervisor, Phil Tippett. Right. If you see, you guys have seen this meme. I don't no? know. No, maybe we have, okay. but I don't it's, know. It's a screenshot of, of in the credits. There's a credit of a guy listed dinosaur supervisor, Phil Tippett. And what? people for years have posted the meme and they're like, GD it, Phil, you had one job, <laughs> right? They're like, and, and, and so it's become a whole thing, right? That he's identified as the guy who effed up Jurassic it. Park. Oh my gosh. Phil Tippett. He has won. Uh, he has won two Oscars for best visual effects and has been nominated for four more. He was a stop motion artist who was mm. hired for Jurassic Park to create the big dinosaur wide shots, uh, and that was the plan. But then ILM, uh, Industrial Light and Magic, came in and showed Spielberg these CGI shots that they were working on, and Spielberg is blown away by the CGI, and he's like, "Okay, we're going to use this for these shots," but they keep Phil Tippett on to supervise both the practical team and the CGI team for the dinosaur shots. That's awesome. And so, uh, cause he, he, the, for the realistic motion and they wanted his, his expertise in helping them to look both as similar as possible, mm-hmm. you know, when they were doing it both. And then he was brought back again for Jurassic world, oh, but that's, cool. that's so that, but it's that's a whole thing on the internet. Look up Phil, Phil Tippett, Tippett and that's his like oh, that's claim funny. to fame is he was dinosaur supervisor for Jurassic park. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dinosaur supervisor. That's awesome. There we go. Uh, oh, you know what? I do have one more note. Sorry. Because I can't not mention the Weird Al Yankovic album, what? Alapalooza, which has- No. This is the cover. I'll show you guys, and you can kind of see on camera. Oh. 
but it was, it's him with a T-Rex body. It's, it's, isn't yes, it? There we go. And so oh. the original, and I, I reached out to my friends at the beard owl podcast uh, and Lauren at the beard owl podcast helped me realize there were two different versions of this originally of the cover. One of which his, the, the, uh, he's in front of a red circle instead of a yellow circle, the original run of this. Um, but people kept buying that thinking it was the Jurassic park oh. soundtrack. Oh because it looked so close and then they weren't paying full attention. Oh my gosh. And so I remember when I bought that album in 1993, uh, it had a sticker on it that said very sarcastically, no, this is not all caps, <laughs> the Jurassic park soundtrack. Oh, that's um, so funny. But I don't remember if, if my, if I had the red version or the yellow version, but now it's yellow to at least differentiate it a little bit. Oh my gosh. That's funny. But, Weird uh, Al was it had crazy. some, it had some great songs on it. it so it had a, uh, a, a a parody of a song called MacArthur Park, which he did as Jurassic Park. And it's this big, like, okay. epic, sweeping, like, uh. really kind of trippy song. Jurassic Park is frightening in the dark. All the dinosaurs are running wild. Someone let T-Rex out of his pen. I'm afraid those things will harm me. Because they sure don't act like Barney. And they think that I'm their dinner. It's got an um, Aerosmith parody of um, uh, uh, Living on the Edge called Living in the Fridge, which is one of my favorites. Uh-huh. It's got a Flintstones thing uh, called Bedrock Anthem, which is a parody of uh, Give It Away by the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then it's got a polka version of Bohemian oh Rhapsody to close oh out God. the album. Oh, my God. It's That's awful. incredible. Uh-huh. It starts out exactly normal. Is this the real life? That whole bit. And then when it gets to... Um, Open your eyes, right? It's like, open your eyes, look up to the sky oh and see, my God. Blah, 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 blah. and it just a whole, the whole rest of the thing is like, oh man, oh. that's awful. It's, Good job, that. <laughs> it's so incredible. All right. Uh, that's going to do it for this part of the show where we're talking about just the movie itself. We'll be back in just a second because it's time to recast uh, this clever girl. Recast. Wow. Slide up to the snack bar. It's the recast. Yeah, it wow. is. It's Jurassic recast. Jurassic. <laughs> Jurassic. Jurassic. I was afraid to say yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just know. never I know. know. I just what want one second to say. Like, mm-hmm. All right. Why don't you lead us through it since you're more, this is more your movie than mine. I as do much love, as I love this. this I'm going to go from least important to important because I just okay. love to do so that. So kids first. <laughs> oh, the kids are up there. The kids are not up there, but okay. The kids are not the first, the, the no, lowest no. level. Go for it. Okay. Bob Peck. Okay. Uh, who played Muldoon, Muldoon. Clever Muldoon. Girl. He yes. played Clever Girl Guy. The, uh, what, what do they call him? Not the Wrangler. What is he? The He's the, um, he, he he's to the me, park ranger. He's, that's yes, right. yeah, he yeah. to me is your father-in-law. Where like he hunt like my they, actual father-in-law. Yes, yeah. yes because he <laughs> but like anyone's father-in-law. Be, that makes well, sense. Well, because he like hunts wild game. Uh-huh. So I'm like, that's what he did. That's where they took yeah, him yeah, from yeah. because he said he had a, uh, Hammond said he had a park in Kenya. And that's where he came from because okay. he was a wild game, whatever. I see. A and that's what, that's what they call warden. him, the wild game warden. So that's yeah. what makes he's me really think He's really cool. Like, I think he's great. He has great legs. He did really good. I, he, he makes walked, me think. He oh. walked out of that uh, uh, out of that one section and Whitney goes, good Lord, legs. And I went, you're right. <laughs> like those shorts were up there. That was three inch inseam at the max. <laughs> um, he really went for it. Muldoon, I put Jason Statham. 
Wow. I just really? went I for could it. see that. I could see I him just, being I just went, You put a hat on Jason Statham. He's Muldoon. Okay. I just I just thought it could be. But Muldoon funny. has like a, a kindness. This is who I think of Does when he? I think of Muldoon. He's mean. He's from Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. Off of. But, but the way he dresses it's in not his Joanna. face. His lizard's name is Joanna. Joanna. It's off of the Rescuers Down, Down Under. Under. Yeah. Oh, He's the bad guy. Wow. He's the bad guy. Which but is one of the funny. best animated films oh, of all great. time. But his facial structure looks like the guy who plays Muldoon. Okay. Joanna. <laughs> uh, yeah. Right. Jason Statham. Okay. Well, I had, I had somebody who was a little more of like a... Uh, main eventer than, you know, like Jason Statham. For sure. I, I originally thought maybe Jude Law. Okay. Um, but I thought, no, he's too big a name for like this part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? can't see that. Yeah. I, I don't There's know. many of yeah. yours that I'm like, oh, that's better than mine. Yeah. Jude Law, uh, ain't it? Well, you don't know who his choice is. I ended up, I ended up going with David Wenham, who played Faramir in the Lord of the Rings movies. <gasps> oh, well, yeah, I can and see that. And he more to me kind of actually would embody, you know, sort of that thing. David Wenham. W-E-N-H-A-M. He's the one who, yeah. like, he he's he went kid. after him because he wanted the ring. He's and then he was like, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That's, right? that's Boromir. He's oh. Boromir's brother, Faramir. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He's the one that, that uh, like, takes him to see where they've got sort of, like, Gollum in the pool. You he's know? a weasley face to me. He David Wenham. Uh, yes. He'd yes. be a good hunter, hunter-gatherer. Yeah, yeah he's, like, a, a little bit stronger of an accent. Like, I mean, he'd put it on. Yeah, yeah. I think he'd be good at that oh, role. yeah. yeah. Okay, do you have anybody for that one? I have only recast Ian Malcolm. That's, so. okay. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that was one of the hardest I, ones for me. Okay, Wayne Knight, who plays Nedry. Nedry, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I put Jonah Hill. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Solid. He like, could do that, yeah. Like he's the bat. He yeah. could he can gain some weight. He can I don't know, he might be that size right now. He fluctuates. But he, I think it's more about the attitude, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, yeah. It's about the well, because he, Nedry go, is like, he just looks like he's embodying this lazy, yes. I'm going to just do what I want to do. And you he know what I mean? Selfish. Like he doesn't yeah. have to be, a, he doesn't have to look a certain way. He just exudes that. Yes, he's the spiritual embodiment of Cheeto dust on your fingers. Uh, and that's his whole that's thing. That's so good. Is I hate that. that. I so, don't eat Cheetos for that reason. Have you seen the thing of uh, what She-Hulk? Have you seen She-Hulk? Which is eating them with chopsticks. Yes. They're, okay. We, we it, got some in yeah, uh, in Tokyo Japan. They're popcorn Disney. chopsticks. It's it's little uh, Mickey hands, and you just squeeze them, and they're, they're, in, a, the popcorn. they're in a little case. Uh, with it a is actually one of my on most useful things. Most of the things we got in Japan, I didn't use. They're on my <laughs> shelf, but I love them, I which know. I'm fine with that. But this, I'm like, I get to eat popcorn with this still. <laughs> yeah, it's great. That's great. Okay, uh, I went and it's in a similar direction with you. Okay, uh, I went with Zach Galifianakis. Oh yeah, that'd be, be good. Is that Galifianakis? Say Nakus. Oh, is it Nakus? Actually, I'm not. No, it may very well be. I can't, but I've oh. always said Nakus, <laughs> which feels like it fits his uh, personality a lot. He just like yeah, Zach Galifianakis. I think was on. He was like in the list. I was like, oh, that could work. Um, until I was like, Jonah Hill is a butthole. Yeah. Well, that's what I thought. Zach Galifianakis is so rude. Like I think like between two ferns, where he's just such a butt to people. Like, is he nice in real pronoun- life? I feel like you know how I have how a pronunciation. Okay. Put it up to your mic. Zach Galifianakis. Oh, there you go. Right. it's Akas. Um, Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> you just keep the same vowel sound. Zach so. Galifianakis. <laughs> like I'm always watching. Yes. Uh, okay, so Zach Galifianakis, I feel like he's probably super kind in real life. Like Steve Carell always uh-huh. plays butthole roles, mm-hmm. but you go, that man's nice. <laughs> Maybe he's not, though. Maybe Zach Galifianakis is terrible. <laughs> Okay, you didn't redo them either. Nope. Okay, so Ariana Richards, who played Lex, yeah. I put Shahadi Wright Joseph. And you probably don't know her specifically. Nope. She is the daughter off of us. Okay, okay. 
Okay, she's the daughter yeah. off of us, and I watched that this week. Okay, and it or within the week, and it, I just went, oh, that girl can be scared. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's going to be one of those situations because Shahadi Wright Joseph is clearly not the actual granddaughter of who I chose for Richard Attenborough, uh-huh. who plays Hammond. But it's like one of those. Do you remember the Cinderella movie where uh, where Whoopi Goldberg played the queen? The king was white. Yes. The son was Asian. Yes. Uh, and Brandy played that's Cinderella. The, um, it's just like we can do whatever we that's want. That's the kind of yes. inclusion that I'm like, don't that's even one of my explain favorite. it. That's yeah. one don't of my favorite Don't explain it to ones. me. If Whoopi Goldberg married a white man and they had an Asian child, I go, that's the kind of thing I want. Yeah, you're right. like, this, don't yes. tell me what this family yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. So Shahadi right Joseph is super skilled and I feel like she could have outran a bunch of uh, dinosaurs and she could have screamed and been at least a little annoying because she was in us I mean rightfully so her shadow was trying to kill her Um, so it's fair so that's who I have for Lex I went with an actress name and this is my my least uh, proud of just so we need some kid actors that aren't Disney like yes I, I went with a girl named Hannah Boss just based on her headshot it's B-O-S. Oh and a boss. Here it is right here. I've got her. Oh. Uh, so oh, yeah. just based on headshot, I went oh, like- Oh, she could kill it. I went, she would get on my nerves and mm-hmm. she gets, <laughs> and she is that that same vibe. She's been on like, um, what is it? Uh, Riverdale, the Archie uh. thing um, as yes. a, um, and, and See, something else. Show. She has I lost interest face. once they all started sleeping with each other. And I was like, these are supposed to be 16 year olds. I can't watch <laughs> this anymore. What do you think 16 year olds do these days? Uh, mm. But I don't want to watch Lord. it. <laughs> All right. Okay. So then Joseph Mazzello, Fair. who is Tim, just get, take a wild stab at the which child from, I chose. You probably chose the the boy from, I'm probably wrong, from um, Quiet, Quiet Place. Place. It's him. Yep. It's Noah Jupe. He always it's picks Noah Jupe. It's literally uh, Noah Jupe. That's funny. Who did you okay. choose? I chose, okay, first of all, I do need to say this in defense of Joseph Mazzello because he grew up to play. Uh, John Deacon, who was the bass player for Queen in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, cool. And I loved him in that. It's mm-hmm. not him. I need to say that in case we ever meet. That my problem <laughs> is not with him as a person or as an actor. It was that him, it was with, he, he just needed to grow into his teeth for a couple of years. I think that's yeah, really for sure. what it was. Okay. I went with uh, Jackson Robert Scott, who is, uh, if you've seen the new version of It or if you've seen Lock and Key on Netflix, he's the, oh, yeah. he's the boy from Oh, yeah, he that. could work. And I feel like he would do a great job. Uh, okay, yeah, he would that. He would have been a great Tim. He was not a random choice. The girl was pretty random. He, yeah, he, I just he, go, I yeah, where are the child actors? Team, for sure. yeah, where did, are yeah. the child actors? I hate researching teenage actresses yeah. every week. I just mm-hmm. go, I can't do this. <laughs> you, need a, you need a burner phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I to research teenage actresses. I go, this feels <laughs> weird. Like, so why I'll, is half your search, yeah. uh, search history teenage actresses well, I mean, under 15? Because uh, most of the, didn't they do it a long time ago where it's like, most of the teenage actresses and actors are really 20 years old, but they just make them look younger. Yeah. yeah it's like all you of know? Saved by the Bell was like 30 or something. But they like, weren't but actually. Like for these, I wanted kids that were actually- You have to have kids. Looked young and yeah. were, like kind of were young. Yeah. yeah so I, th- I thought of things like, oh, now I'm just thinking. Now she's probably like 18 or 19 still. You know, the new Miss Marvel- yeah. Okay, so she could have been fine for this. Yeah. I feel like she could have been. Now, she's a little older than I yeah, think Lex would have been, yeah. but I don't know. I, I just, I tried to think, and I was I was like, I can't think of anybody. But mm-hmm. then Shahadi, right, Joseph came up, and I was like, ah, she'd be great at this. That's she's going to be scared. Okay, so my next one is Martin Ferrero, who played Gennaro. That's funny. <laughs> I didn't Ferrero realize. Gennaro. Ferrero, Ferrero Gennaro. Uh, I chose David Pamer. Do you know who that is? I do not. You'll know when you see him. Spell, he spell he looks like a sleaze. Yeah, really. 
David and uh, David is D A V. Yeah. Uh, Paymer is P A Y. M E R. Okay. David. You'll know who he is. He's the sleaze. <laughs> he could, you know what I'm talking about? He could play. He looks like he did play him. Like that's literally oh, who he looks yes. like. See, wow. he would be great. See, he would be good at this. I think, yes. I think he'd be a great Gennaro. I feel like they could be cousins. He yep. was kind of the sleaze in, <laughs> he was kind of the sleaze in mighty Joe young. Okay. He wasn't an actual sleaze. Like he was a decent guy, but he was looking out for the zoo um, and to make some money. That's so I feel like, I feel like he yeah, would play a great Gennaro. Like that's him, yeah. great. All right. Uh, I went with, and I can't believe I cast this guy because generally speaking, I don't enjoy seeing him. Act okay. Because he's one of these people that when I watch him acting, we may have even talked about this. I always go, man, he is acting. Like it's not like you I'm seeing a character it. come to life. Oh, it's like, okay, I'm watching not in a, a good man way. act. Yeah. No. You're like, okay. he's doing his job and it's clear. Yeah. But I picked Stellan Skarsgård. Uh, who, I know, I know who that is, um, but I have to. He's on, um, He's, oh, he's you know, on a lot he's of Marvel. He's in Thor. I don't. Like I don't. Generally I think speaking, I liked him in Thor. Yeah, I think Thor. he was believable in Thor. Wasn't he like drunk at one point in that? Yeah, and I naked. was like, this makes sense. Yeah. And he he's in. Uh, oh, he's in Dune. What was the. Uh, oh, yes. He is in Dune. He's the big like blobby Ooh. guy in Dune. No, he's the alien. He's yeah. the alien squid. I don't know. Yeah. The, the, that. Isn't he. Yeah. Isn't he, he on Pirates? He's on Andor. No? I, I don't know he if he's is, Or does he look like somebody on Pirates? He, let is, me, Will, let me he is Will's father on Pirates. He is? Okay, that's Oh, what. is he? Okay. Okay, make sure. I don't want to be wrong about that, <laughs> especially in something that's recorded. Yeah. Still, um, so anyway, I, generally speaking, I don't like him, but I think he would, be a good, like, he would be a decent Dr. Hammond. I'm sorry. he was in Andor. Oh, I just he was the wrong the, character. Oh, no. He's oh, my was Dr. Your Hammond? I oh, would, no, he oh, was your Hammond? Dang it. Oh, no. Well, let me just go. Okay, so who's your Gennaro? Who's your Gennaro? And we'll do that. My Gennaro is Ben Mendelsohn. Who is? You'll also know he was in uh, Rogue I know, One. I know him too. He's in. If have you guys watched the new uh, Secret Invasion? Um, he's he's the he's the main. Um, oh, he's a sleaze. It's scroll. He's the main scroll. Yes. Um, in the in the Marvel stuff. Yes. Oh, he's he's like there's like a specific type of like sleazy actor, and you go if he is in that movie, he is probably going to be a low life. Yeah. Yeah. Ben Ben Mendelsohn, ben Mendelsohn is one of those. I like him. Sorry, I jumped the gun on. Hey, Dr. that's Hammond. all right. Hammond is my next one. Okay, so you're so Hammond. Stellan Skarsgård. Stellan Skarsgård. My yes. Hammond. This is the only one I gender bent, just because I was like, she could play a strong woman, but also be a little flawed and she could do the good limp. And it is Dame Judy Dench oh. <laughs> as Hammond. She could be a bedridden. I don't know why my Hammond. I was like, this could be a grandmother. This could be a, he was on pirates. Sorry. Okay. He was. Okay. So he was, he was William. What's his yeah. name? Yeah. Um, bootstrap bill. Bootstrap bill. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Dame Judy Dench is my Richard That's Attenborough. Correct. That's funny. So that's who, that's who I have no for that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I feel like I could, I feel like she could do that. She could do a killer Scottish accent that turns into a high British by the end of the movie. Um, and I feel like she could be, she's someone that I would trust. And then at the end I would go, you had some flaws. I didn't mention one of my favorite, my, my favorite Dr. Hammond moment, I think is when he hits the oh, table yes. and swears, but not at the same time. Any normal person in history, okay. if gonna they're going to say it, they're going to hit the table at the same time and go, ah, right? But he goes, he does it, and then his body starts to shake for a second. Yes. You know what I mean? He hits it, and he goes, ah! Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, that's funny. So I, I don't think I've ever noticed that. Honestly, all of the cussing in this movie shocked me just because I was like, I just remember watching it as a kid, probably on as TV yeah. or something. I, I didn't see it. I don't think There's I, not that there's much. Not, there's there's just a, a few. There's the, that's one big pile of, mm-hmm. you know, um, yeah, there's not a ton. 
And I guess and GD, so is it all GD's by not Ian considered Malcolm? that it bad. It like most of it's by people. Ian Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, he from. just he has that he has that yeah. look about him. Speaking of, you Jeff should save Goldblum. him till the end. Oh, because he's the only one. I think he's that's who I'm, okay, he's yeah. the main character. Okay, yeah, so is. then I guess my next one is Laura Dern, who embodied Ella Sattler. Okay, yeah. Ellie Sattler. Sorry, um, that's Doctor Doctor Ellie Sattler. Excuse me, Doctor Ellie Sattler. She earned that title. The um. What a botanist? What is she called? Just that in her phlebotomy class. That is wrong. That is the wrong. I almost said phlebotomy, not not botany. I don't think that's it. Um, I thought the one who could do it now, thinking now, which I mean is what we're doing, but I have to put this in perspective. I thought about Jennifer Lawrence for a second, and then I was like, let's go a slightly different direction. I think that Elizabeth Olsen could do great at it. Mm, I think I think Elizabeth Olsen could Mm do uh, the scared and informed woman. Okay. Okay. I think it, I know. I know you have to get get along with it. Yeah, Elizabeth Olsen it. is also one of my favorite actresses, so that's right. probably why I'm choosing it. So you know, there, we haven't talked about it, but there's the whole thing, especially now looking back about the age difference between uh, the characters and the actors. Mm. Have have you seen this? No, I haven't. Okay, not on this so, one. Like, Laura Dern says now, like it was inappropriate for them to have been acting together as a couple. Mm. That's because at the time she was like, how old do you think she was in this movie? Oh, okay, but Laura it's Dern. the, it's the, the I'd now, say in her twenties. She was like twenty three. What? Oh, okay, Laura but Dern. she has the hairstyle that makes her thirty six. She looked older. She's always looked forty. Yeah. Right. Okay. But even now, and when she's probably like what sixty? How old is she now? She's got to be. Well, this was thirty years ago, so oh, she's like okay. In her so 50s she's she's now. in her fifties. I'm yeah. not saying she looks sixty. Even now, she looks forty. Yeah. She just said she she got to her twenties and said, "I'm going to look forty for the rest of my yeah. life," and then stayed it. And and he was a full twenty or more years older than her. And oh wow. So like now the characters were supposed to be a little closer in age than that. Okay. Right? Like he was older than her, but it was maybe like 10 years or fewer. Yeah. Um, but she, as an actress looked older than she was. Yes. He, as he looked a little younger, yeah. I think than he was. Um, but it, but literally now she's like, yeah, wow, we yeah. shouldn't have been. She was, she's was 56 now and he's 75. Good Lord. Yeah, yeah. I was searching. Oh look my it. word. They don't, they don't 20 look year it, difference she, almost. She doesn't look old though. She just right. fits so, the Like when bill. I was searching for actresses that would fit with her, I go actresses in their thirties. That's what I was searching for. Mm-hmm. And yeah. him, I was like actress, actors in their forties. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it worked, but yeah, yeah so anyway, I guess you're right. So that's I, a, I kind of leveled out their ages a little bit, just yeah. knowing that that's mm-hmm. a, knowing that's a thing that people are thinking about now in regard to this movie specifically. Right. If we make this movie now, People would go. They better be closer in age to each other. So, yeah. I, so I kind of picked. I kind of aged up Ellie a little bit. Yeah, in, I know in, I'm so. aging up because I look at actors in their 20s and I go, "How are they good at anything yet? They're 20. How are they this good at something? <laughs> they don't have enough experience, <laughs> yeah. right? I just go, "How are they like good that? at this? I'm in my 30s. How are these people doing jobs <laughs> that require skill? I don't right. know why." So. In, in aging Somewhere, her up, I went yeah. with, and I, I really like my choice for this, actually. I had a couple. I almost thought about, I had Emily Blunt in the running for a long time, uh, and, I, I, and she would be great. She, she would have been really be good. so good. At, in watching the movie, I thought my other choice was better for her, the way she played it, and was, and because she brought a little lightness to it that mm-hmm. I that kind of forgot about. So I'm going with Kristen Bell as my choice. Okay, for, I can see uh, that. Sattler. Yeah, with her little doll eyes, though. Mm-hmm. She has her little, little doll eyes are humongous. Yeah. Yeah. Kristen Bell works for this. I think I like, um, oh, why did I just forget? Who'd you say Emily right Blunt. before that? Uh, Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Yeah. I think I like Emily Blunt better than Elizabeth well, Olsen. From Quiet Place, she did, that's right, right? Yeah. She yeah. did really good 
you know, being scared and being whatever. Sure. You saw that side of that. She's so one of my absolute good. favorite actresses. Oh mm-hmm. man. Yeah. Emily Blunt. I'll okay. say my choice was Emily Blunt. No, I'm there kidding. There you go. <laughs> okay. Now it is. Okay. So next I'll go to, so we're going to save Ian Malcolm for the yeah. end. Uh, <laughs> my next choice. Uh, so the next one is Sam Neill, uh, plays Dr. Alan Grant, who I chose as Michael Fassbender. Okay. He is the yeah. young okay. Magneto. Yeah. I was trying yeah. to tell you. Okay. No, I know. I know. Okay. You I know, know Michael. Man, she's like, I know Michael Fassbender. <laughs> yep. I feel like he could do well at this. And he's also, I'm pretty sure he's British and has to do American yeah. accents all the time. I only see him as Magneto though. So I sure. can't. But I think he, I mean, he, it, I know he's been a lot of other things. But I think but. he could do, I think he could do this role. I was not super pleased in my pick of this, but I would be, I would watch a movie where he was Dr. Ellen Gray. Okay. That's really funny that you picked Michael Fassbender, young Magneto, because I picked- <gasps> Young Professor X. Oh yes, you did. James McAvoy. Okay, okay James yeah. McAvoy would be great at this too. Oh yeah, I could see him a little bit more than Magnet. But okay, thanks, Magnet, <laughs> babe. One letter. <laughs> One more letter. Good lord. Okay, Jeff Goldblum, who played Ian Malcolm, Doctor mm-hmm. Ian, Doctor Ian. See, I'm reading all the doctors. I know they're all doctors. Um, Jeff Goldblum, who played Doctor Ian Malcolm. Mm-hmm. I chose Tom Hiddleston. Oh, that's good. Oh, that'd I be good. Loki. Solid. Because yeah. I go, he could be an absolute, like unbutton his shirt a little bit, let him wear all black, cut his hair. He could be flirty. Taper he his could hair be up a inappropriate. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I think he could be the chaos, how, what does he call himself? chaos Yeah. chaos I think is what it is. Okay. So I chose, I chose Tom Hiddleston. Okay. I originally, I went, I thought about it too much and I was trying to, I was basically trying to get somebody who is also like, very pretty obviously like Jewish, right? Okay. okay. So okay. I was like Max Greenfield, maybe. Oh my like, gosh, man. he would just be Schmidt yeah, to me. I, I would be like, I, okay, that's funny. Like, but that's, that's just, true. That, but that's like just playing on a type. He has I don't that like, vibe. Uh, yeah, though. but like, but I ended up. I'm. This is my favorite choice of all of all my recasting oh, okay. of these because I think he would hit that thing of like a lovable butthole. <laughs> um, who is annoying, you know what I mean? Okay. But really smart and quick witted. Mm-hmm. Ed Norton to me. I know, I know who okay. that is, but I have to look at his face. He's the, he was the original Hulk, right? Or not he original, the, but the second, the second Oh Hulk. yeah. yeah. Dye that man's hair black. Mm-hmm. Put him a put him a little. Uh, his just hair doesn't have to be black. Yeah, just let him be who he is. I don't think he's got a. You know, he doesn't not. have to be sexy. That the sexiness is totally unnecessary. Yeah, like he can play, just play at, the part. I mean, but look at it. He's Jeff charming. Goldblum is not. I'm, I'm, this might be weird for people. I don't think he's that handsome. I don't think Jeff Goldblum is crazy it's handsome. It's the personality until and the he got, yeah. Until he got, you know, pampered and he got right. his tapered hair modern, and all that stuff. Yeah, now, yeah. Matter, yeah. modern Jeff Goldblum can get it, okay? <laughs> but then Jeff Goldblum, like, when he takes his glasses off in the Jeep, I go, that's not all that. He's not really doing, like, the glasses it's make the it, I don't know. confidence that's working for it him. It is for sure the confidence. So you can put anyone in there. This is my biggest thing with recasts. It's my hardest thing to come over is the fact that if if I see a body type, if I see a type of person, that mm. is what, what I'm looking see. for. Uh, yeah. Yes. But I type like when it, whenever Jeff Goldblum plays one of the people that we are doing, well, it's been several now. Mm-hmm. I always search quirky actors quirky, yeah. and it's like, it's like, I don't want to cast Sasha Baron Cohen every time. So I've got true, so, true, like, this but that's the a personality, role yes. for him. So yeah. <laughs> but Ed when Norton you said works. Ed Norton, that makes me think of like, I want it to be, um, what's his name that plays Iron Man, but, but actually his character. Oh, Robert Downey Jr.? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, but uh, his Iron Man character, because he's- I don't think that's a bad one. Because that's he, bad. you know, Wait, that's not who, who I chose. That's not who I chose. Oh, okay. I chose Russell Brand, because I thought oh. he looks, he, because he can be smooth no, if agree. he tries to be, 
but he does have the hair and he and you know what I mean he could be really really annoying yeah Ooh, oh, I agree good. and he but seems flirt with like you enough to where you're like I'll deal with the annoying I, I feel <laughs> like know? Russell Brand seems like a chaos yeah, station he's whatever kind of, mm-hmm. he's kind of brainy he'll go on like podcasts and get oh, really yeah. deep about like whatever random but then he's yeah. crazy so many things. but then he's absolutely insane that's a pretty yeah. good pick yeah um, I could see okay. him getting out of a car and thinking I'm gonna be the hero even yes. though he literally already took care of it. Oh, man. That gets on my nerves so much in movies. It's fine. When, when you look at something, you're like, they could have prevented that with just a few seconds of thinking. Just some yeah. common sense, really. Absolutely. Those just are good picks all, all around. Mm-hmm. All right. That's going to do it for the recast. Now we're going to get into the recipe. Uh, let's get into the iconic green jello, sparkling green jello, <laughs> nonetheless, from Jurassic Park. We'll be right back. Get into it. Slide up to the snack bar. All right, folks, we're back. It's recipe time once again. Um, this was a simple recipe, but one I'm interested in trying. We have, of course, recreated the green jello from uh, Jurassic Park. And it just so happened, like I said earlier, I already had this lime sparkling jello, but it, that it was green. It was one of those things I immediately started going, wait, is it green or red in the movie? Is it green or red? <laughs> um, and so it got to the scene. I was like, yeah, it's green. It's so I was so happy. But uh, man, it's so jiggly. It is so like, jiggly. Like more than you expect it's going to be. Like you know yeah. jelly is going to be crazy. But no, it's like so, so, I mean, slap that thing a little bit. and it's like <laughs> That is jello. It, is the, wow. Is the jello, because it says sparkling jello, is the yeah. jello sparkly or is it just the water we so use? So here's the, I, so <laughs> the, what I've got is a, a package called sparkling jello, right? Okay. Made mm-hmm. from jello. It is zero sugar. Uh, it's like, sh- you know, sugar-free jello. But basically it says make with aha sparkling water. And so it's just powder. I don't yeah. think there's anything particularly about, I think they, that's, that's not sparkly. it is possible that they literally just entered into a partnership with aha and then started making boxes that the only difference the between this and it. regular jello is that you say make it with sparkling water. Yeah. Like, I, do you, okay, so do you just assume like Coca Cola cake isn't sparkling and you've poured a whole thing in there? Now, I know you have to bake it and all that kind of stuff, but how I am interested to know if this has like a sparkle that, to it. That's, may, yes. It's probably not yeah. a sparkle to it, but you know that taste you get from sparkling water yeah, where you're car- like the carbonated. Yeah, yeah. like there's going to be some carbon in it. There's yeah. some CO2 in this. I, so. I, I read various other like instructions on how to make this and whatever. Cause you, first of all, you have to let it sit. You, okay. You get the jello powder, uh, and then you put some like boiling hot water on top of it, just a little bit, like a half a cup to, um, be able to melt mm-hmm. the powder, right? You have to, uh, okay. uh, uh, you know, the, the powder has to dissolve completely. Right. And then you pour, uh, two cups of sparkling water. By the way, I thought it was more appropriate for Jurassic park to go with liquid death, <laughs> Uh, severed lime, yes. rather Instead than the severed limb, rather than the uh, <laughs> aha um, lime with watermelon. Because I was also like, I don't know if I want the wa- watermelon. Seems random. Yeah. I want it lime. Like yes. if we're going bright green, so yeah. severed lime. So severed lime, liquid death uh, is what I went. Which with. is the best branding. It just is, ever. Oh, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Yeah. And I love that they use children drinking it to make them in their, in the commercials. <laughs> yes. It looks like they're just chugging a, a beer. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so anyway, so, but it, in the recipes, you have to let it sit for four hours. Okay. Jello has to sit for four hours. Um, and it's so upsetting. even with four hours, I was afraid mine was not going to be ready. Oh, I it is ready. I realized, yeah, it's perfect. but, uh, yeah, it's, it's great now, but your the, the recipes say that like, uh, leaving it in the freezer or letting it sit out too long, it can lose some of its like effervescence. So apparently Ooh. it's supposed to have a, a sparkling quality okay. to the taste. Okay. So 
I guess there's nothing to do but, but taste it here. Well, it's um, tasted. And you can it's see the, I mean, you bubbles. can see the bubbles. Yeah. But I'm wondering if that's just it. like bu- air bubbles. Yeah, I don't know. It's funny. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. It's sparkling in there. Oh, that's wow. great. That's great. That's yeah. actually amazing. That is delicious. That tastes Ooh. like. It came and got my whole jaw. Yes, it gets, it that's makes you. That's so you know. awesome. Dang. That's incredible. Okay, whoever's idea this was, kudos. Good job, Be- uh-huh. Because at first I went, oh, it's no, at the it's end. Just, it's just Jello. I don't mm-hmm. love. I don't like the texture. This I can't do this. And then it came and got me. It's on the inside of the Jello. It's not on the outside. You know what I mean? I'm gonna mm-hmm. do something that's gonna gross out most people. I'm gonna do your you slurp it. Ew, gross! <laughs> Dang it! That was me grating it through my teeth, <laughs> which almost that does feel like the wine thing where you. Mm-hmm. I've never had wine in my life, but I feel like we're. I got the aromatics of the mm-hmm. lime. And I really tasted mm. the sparkling at the end there. Wow, that's so cool. Y'all, that's awesome. Put mm-hmm. sparkling water in because, your Because, you jello. know, sometimes when you do sparkling water and you, like, pour it in a cup, it gets really flat really yeah. quick. That didn't do it. Like, you know this isn't, That's like, what I expected. You know it's not sparkling like you just busted the cap open kind of sparkling. Yeah, no, but, but it's, it's in there. It adds it adds life to the jello. That is yes, awesome. Yes, because usually jello is pretty flat. Yeah. Pleasantly surprised by I this. I have a memory from when I found out I was diabetic. My mom, you know, did everything sugar-free and everything. You know, like we didn't know anything about it. Yeah. And so I remember having uh, kiwi, kiwi lime. What is the, is that the flavor? Strawberry kiwi mm. was always like is. the jello that I had. And it, it, it would have been so much better. Yeah. With some sparkle to it, and this is a this is zero sugar. Obviously, there's no sugar or calories mm-hmm. in the. Uh, there are calories in Liquid Death. What? What? There's From tw- the lime, twenty calories per serving, which is one can. Oh, that's um, a surprise. Okay, so in this recipe, so you're saying in this that recipe, make sense. there are. Um, I mean, I guess I prefer that though. Like none of their like lime has calories. Twenty. Lime has calories. Like a lime? No. Yes. I'm googling. Yeah, lime juice has calories. No. Rob, yes, it does. Like, lime juice. Like, if you eat a lime, it's I mean, calories. I mean, orange juice has calories. Yes. I just... Yeah, one lime has 20 calories. So wow. there's one okay. lime in there? Well, yeah. I don't know if it's just lime and sparkling water. <laughs> yeah. Is that okay. all it is? There's got to be natural flavor I, or something. I, let's see. You know when things say natural flavor? It's not good because they can hide a lot of things in there. I know. Just letting you know. I know. I, it's okay. This ruthless tall boy of flavored sparkling water has a twisted plan to use natural agave and exploding bubbles. To okay, so that's just a tiny bit of sweetness. Then contains zero percent juice. It has mm. one. Uh, it has four grams of carbs. Four grams total sugars. Uh, mm. Four grams added sugars. <gasps> wow! That liquid wow. death. Come on. Well, I did they not didn't know say that. it was just water. They have the just sparkling that's water, true. and it's really good. But Dude, where's the okay. sugar coming from? I mean, agave, yes, but. Why would you put sugar? So in ingredients: it? carbonated water, agave nectar. That's going to be where your yeah. sugar's coming yeah. from. Citric acid, natural flavor, lime orange. Hmm. So, so it might taste a little different if we had gone with the actual aha. Okay, so this is yeah. zero. So, you're saying? Oh no, no, this has calories. It has calories, but no sugar no in sugar. the Jello. Okay, the, so the Jello. So there's 40 calories. This is a very in a whole low, box. Of yes, it. a, a whole, whole box. box. So yeah. th- is this the whole box? What we just That's fixed? The whole box. Yeah. Okay. So there are 40 calories in that whole box, and it made mm. three servings. I mean, I could have eaten the whole I thing made, myself. I'm very pleased. Okay, so yeah. 40 really calories good. in this, 20 calories in this. So this is a 60 calorie. This might be our least cal- caloric yeah. thing yeah. that we've made on here. It's 60 calories total, fed all three of us. 
I That's always awesome. wanted to make the jello molds and do all that. And I just never, oh I never my, did it. There is his something. aunt, his aunt makes it last Easter. It's was it? every Easter. She makes it. No, and it's it not every my, Easter. This is the first Easter. She started making them again. Cause but, I've never had them. Well, we and I've been a part of the family Easter's. for 10 years. She made those eggs and like the, the little, she made little eggs and like looking like full size egg molds. For oh, yes. Egg molds. They oh, were Easter. so good. There is, I could eat a thousand of mm-hmm. those. Something about them. There is something where I just go, this is nothing. And it really, I mean, and then I like to see my teeth marks through the jello egg. <laughs> they're like, they're, yeah. I feel like they're a bit more firm than this. There's probably, I think you have to add gelatin to it. Like, have you seen on the shows, like, especially British Bake Show or British mm-hmm. Bake Off, they would do like sheets of gelatin. I think uh, you have to add a little bit more. What is that? One time someone added like 10 sheets of gelatin and they were like, well, they were like, will that be enough? And he would like, that would, he said, that would solidify it, the, the Thames. The Thames, yeah. He was like, that would solidify the Thames or Thames, whatever, yes, however Tim, they yeah. Okay, and I was like, that, I laughed. That's the only time I think I've ever laughed in Great <laughs> British Bake Show. Okay, I will say this. I, out out of the mic, um, did the sifting through the teeth, mm-hmm. and you're right. It's a different level of it carbonation is. that you get. That's something. Oh, man. That is really something. I You, you know that. if you do that like with a Coke or a, something like that, and you That's shake true. it up in your mouth, it's going to get We're going to leave That's here, true. and I think I'm going to go get some Jello I'm and interested. some pudding. I think you I could, want both of them. This is just my uned, uneducated guess. I think this is just regular Jello powder. Oh, for sure. I think you could do this yeah. with any Jello flavor and just match the match this flavor to either a no flavor sparkling water mm-hmm. or f- a flavor that is similar to, get, to add be, more flavor. It can't oh, yeah. be like a separate thing. That's like, you can only do it with this kind of thing. Yeah. Right. Just so put sparkling water in your, so what is the exact recipe? So you do a little, like a fourth of how it much is, of it, a cup? It's a, a half, and this is printed on the jello thing. It's half awesome. a cup to of boiling water to dissolve the powder Perfect. completely. Then uh, two cups of your sparkling water and then, and then mix it up, let it set for four hours. In the I fridge. think adding the lime to that made it more limey because yeah. usually you just use water and it, it is what it is. But yeah, right. It's going to have, good. this is going to have the flavor in the jello powder anyway. But I was like, well, a little more. How many more cups flavor. were in exactly. liquid and, death? And it recommended the lime aha. So, so you might as well. Yeah. yeah. So, How many cups were in the liquid death? Was it enough? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So to, um, uh, or it might be two cups. Sorry, it's not ounces. two cups. It's 12 ounces. Oh, 12 okay. Ounces. A cup and a half. Yeah. A cup and a half. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. A cup and a calf. A cup and a calf. Yeah. A whole calf's worth. That's awesome. That was fantastic. Like for kind of minimal effort, great payoff. Oh, oh extremely yeah. minimal. Effort. Oh yeah. It just has to sit, you know, it has to refrigerate for a while to set, but that's all. Which I never knew. I didn't know. I mean, I didn't know it took that long. I used and to take it and freeze it. And whenever you freeze it like a popsicle, can, yeah. I don't like it because the texture makes me want it to be jello, but uh, it's not. It's and not I didn't it. like, it's too thick of a texture. And you can't like let that. jello set at room temperature. It will never, it will never set. So oh, I didn't mm-hmm. know that, but. Yeah, That's awesome. Go eat some Jello. Put some sparkling water in it. Yeah. Go watch Jurassic Park. Really good. That's right. Get your see how show us. We're going to recreate it for Instagram's sake. Uh, the the Jello on the spoon shaking when she starts shaking and she she sees the raptor. But uh, let you guys you guys can send it to us uh, and we'll we'll repost it too if you want to send us those in like stories. Oh, please, or and yeah. please do that. So, love to see it. Show us the the either the funniest or the weirdest situation in which you can like what <laughs> what is going to scare you to the point that you start shaking your jello shaking your jello around yeah <laughs> shaking your jello around all over the place. All right, gang. Thanks for listening to another episode of Cinema Snack Bar. Next week is our season finale. Uh, our season one is coming to a close next, I should say in two weeks, our next episode is a season one finale. Um, what did we decide? Are we picking it or are we going to do a, it might, it'd be a fan pick, a fan pick. So we're yeah, going to do a fan somebody. pick. So we need to know from you guys, what should we do? 
And uh, what do you want us? What do you want us to see? We probably will have solicited this already, but we, <laughs> we it's let me get let you behind the curtain here a little bit. We go ahead and stockpile these so that when we record in advance, we can go ahead and have audience picks. So actually, probably what you suggest now will probably happen next season. Uh, if we Give you something to look season. forward to. Yeah. So. But still, send it on. Um, all right. Thank you guys for listening. If you want to support the show on Patreon, you could do that. Go to patreon.com slash cinemasnackbar. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at cinemasnackbar. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you. Hope you enjoyed. We'll see you all next week on another episode of Cinema Snack Bar. Until then, I'm Rob. I'm Zeke. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> wow. If you hear that, that's the end. <laughs>